1: The kids, sucker? do i have everybody's attention now yeah here you see a punk
0: welcome back to the no gimmicks Needed wrestling podcast i'm your host mr a and join me my co-host not dion samson prime time
1: what's up y'all
0: uh, we are back here in another uh, podcast for you guys as the countdown to episode 200 is upon us. We are episode 191, so we are just nine episodes away as I'm trying to put together the big 200 episode as I'm trying to get a lot of new things going. I cannot wait for that episode, so uh, stay tuned for uh, all that great stuff. But in the meantime, we got a lot of wrestling to talk about this week because... Uh, we, we, got, we got to get to the, the new dark side of the ring. We got to get to Owen oh, Hart. We got to get to uh, the draft that's coming up and all things like the Extreme Rules is uh, later on tonight. So we got to get to all that. Before we get to all that, we got to make sure we paid the bills. So let's uh, uh, make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, the production company that we are a part of that helps out Black Podcasts here in Philly for all your podcast needs. Make sure you guys check out the content they have on their website, such as the Lulu and Pop plus one Lulu pop horror show uh both sides and the market dark show along with doing business with mark randall the nerd coalition on there has their own content on there as well such as the no gimmicks needed wrestling podcast nerdgasm talk podcast turntables hip-hop culture and beyond and drunk thoughts so make sure you stay to t- uh, check out all that great content over there then make sure you guys check us out on all the podcasts apps, such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher iheartradio and uh Spotify along with we put the snippets up on YouTube. So check out YouTube Premium if you guys like to listen to us on YouTube as well. So but the full podcast will be on all the podcast apps. And uh, make sure you guys, now since the winter, uh, the fall time is coming, you guys make sure you check out the real nerd Once again, it's the real nerd which is the website we're part of. The website is 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 messed up right now, but where you can still buy your merch is uh, still there. So you can buy some of it at NC Studios or level up hoodie or t shirt, whatever fits the need. So make sure you guys check all that great stuff out as well. But don't forget about main man prime time here because uh every single friday we got the prime nostalgia podcast with Time and lee boy tv man great entertaining show uh prime what, what, what was it this past friday You was talking to the people for uh
1: this week we had uh one of our friends named tommy hobson he's uh he's on this new upcoming show on nickelodeon so we was talking to him about the show
0: Okay, that's cool. Um, I thought you, I thought, you, I thought you about to say Tommy Oliver. I about to say you could just hung up
1: that call. No, 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 no. Uh, Tommy also played Michael Jordan in a TV movie. If you know it, Oh uh, you should know it, uh, Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan, an American Hero. Uh, remember that movie? He, I remember yeah, he, that movie. Can we he, he played family. Mike. <laughs> so he, he played one of the mics in there. The, uh, the teenage Mike. So. So yeah, that was a, that was a thing.
0: Yo, I remember I remember when that movie first came out, everybody was like, Yo, we gotta go check out this new Michael this new uh Michael Jordan movie. I was just like it came with ABC Family and I was just like, Yeah, Michael Jordan American." Yeah, I remember that. I remember that movie real good.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we talked to them about that though.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh also make sure you guys check out the Prime Conversations as well. All that good stuff as we're headed to the fall. You get all the great stuff that we got going on here in Nerd Coalition on our YouTube channel. All that great stuff like that. So I want to make sure you guys check check all that stuff out. You always got to make sure you sell yourself before we get right to the product. Because uh, uh, Sunday, well by the time you hit this, this podcast, I know it probably passed already. But tonight is Extreme Rules or Regular Rules. Only a six match card, one Extreme Rules matchup. Shows why they need to let this thing go. So, without further ado, we're about to get into the predictions. All right, so let's get into the predictions here for WWE regular rules. Oh, excuse me, WWE extreme rules. You know what? Now, I'm going to say this before we even start this joint up. I have said in this podcast, I have said in my wrestling reviews, I have said to regular people on the street, and I have said it at wrestling events wwe needs to drop these gimmick pay-per-view titles immediately i said it back in 2009 and i said okay and i kept on saying it 2009 if they want to experiment fine i had because remember 2009 we had breaking point uh it only
1: they only worked real one that was fatal up
0: it. i thought breaking point was fine too man
1: breaking, uh, breaking point was the all submission yeah and breaking, I like the look of Breaking Point.
0: Yeah, but uh, that was it. it, it that, that, that was it. The Fatal Four. This is all to nine, two tw- thousand ten. We had br- Fatal Four Way, Breaking Point, Bragging Rights, TLC, Hell in the Cell, uh, Extreme, uh, One Night Stand, Extreme Rules. Okay, so I'm like, those were the gimmicks that that we we, we were giving up pay per views like Unforgiven, No Mercy, Armageddon. Uh, vengeance, Judgment Day. Like we were, like, why are we giving up those pay per views? Because P-G, I guess I don't know. Say what? PG, I guess
1: I don't know.
0: You know, probably so. Because Armageddon, Unforgiven, Judgment Day, No Mercy. Yeah. Well, I, well, hold on. They brought No Mercy back in 2016, but neither here or there. But now, yeah, like Bad Blood. Know that? Oh, but I, I used to like Bad Blood though. I used to like Bad Blood. Uh but now since that they started the gimmick style stuff if you're not going to live up to the gimmick then don't do the pay-per-view there's no need there's no reason why we need to have one hell in a cell match a year but we got to do three of those matches in one card there's no need for that oh oh and one of my ones i hate the most elimination chamber why does elimination chamber have to be on elimination chamber why can't it just be an elimination chamber match like you to do it back in the day I don't need an elimination chamber to be once a year. Like Hell in the Cell, need to be once a year. Why are we only seeing TLC matches at TLC? Well, I think
1: I think elimination chamber is once a year because of how they formatted it. Yeah, obviously, like you get the, you get the championship before Mania. You go get it going into Mania. Where sometimes like they don't really do a few it's like six people, and they just put them in a the chamber. It's like now it's, it's different, so.
0: No, but it, but, it, it, but sometimes when you got the, when you got guys in a the storyline, they got like six people in the storyline.
1: Tell and me when they did that. Tell me when they do that, and I, I, and I say okay.
0: Bro, there have been times in last year in 2019 and beyond where they would have three heels or three faces or they would have people that will keep coming out and what a challenge for the championship but they'd be like, let's do two sets of triple threat matches the winners of those two triple threat matches go against each other and then that winner okay. goes against the champion okay, you're right. you're right why can't you just put them all in a elimination chamber match and call it a damn day but no because it ain't that time of year yet that's
1: stupid opposed to having I six people that don't need to be challenging. Challenging is stupid. No, too. no, it,
0: it, it, exactly. And it, it, it's like yo, know, two sets, two two sets of triple threat matches. Like how many times have they, they done that? Or we do fatal four way this week, another fatal four way this week, and then that winner. Or then we'll we'll do? Oh, here's their favorite, uh, over the top battle royal. And I'm like, or remember when SmackDown first got rebooted back up? They did let's do the six pack challenge. I'm like, why not put him in the elimination chamber?
1: Uh, remember that one spell where every single match was a two out of three fall?
0: Yeah. Oh God. It was a two out of three fall and then the twenty eighteen came. In. Every match was a fatal five way. Remember Fatal Five Way?
1: Oh god yeah. the uh remember the uh championship contender? Yeah. Oh wait no, that that's still going on. That's still going on.
0: I remember championship scramble.
1: And that was actually good, I
0: thought. Yeah. Now so in other words what me and Prime are trying to say here is Extreme rules is a dumb because only one extreme rules match on this card. There's no other back in the day when they first had it. I thought it was great because first of all, it was an ECW thing in the first place. Okay, and then they want they want to keep it. But if they want to make every match have some type of extreme stipulation for one night a year, I'm like, okay, that'll be kind of cool. I, I could just see a, a car crash for pay per view every single year, and every year it's gotten less and less and less and less. And that's where, we, that's where we're at now. So we have regular rules. And I I hope, you know, after this year, it's over. It's really, I'm like, why couldn't, you know, Alexa Bliss and uh, Charlotte be in one of those kind of gimmick-style horror matches because that fits her character. Why is Becky Lynch and, and Bianca Belair not extreme rules? Why is uh, Big E and, and, and Bobby Lashley not even on the card? Why isn't Jimmy... Why isn't the Usos and the Prophets like a ladder match? Like, Why isn't it this shit something great? You know, but it's not. But you know what? We can we can scope out this all day. Let's just get to the card and give our quick predictions of what's going to happen here. So, we got, first off, Liv Morgan taking on Carmella. How this match got on the card in the first place, which will probably move to the pre-show, is beyond me. Especially when we got a Bobby Lashley and Big E feuding right now and why that rematch is not on the card so okay but fine so liv morgan versus carmella who do you got uh i don't really care i'm going to say liv sure yeah i mean like you know why not even though like I said like i feel I, I used to love carmella i really did and something happened And they rebooted her, and I'm just like... And now she's like, you know, the prettiest in WWE. I'm just like, I'm not feeling that that Carmella. I want my hood Carmella. I want my moonwalking Carmella. I want my Carmella that was running around with R2 all damn day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know... I want Carmella that was rapping Biggie with the New Day. That's the Carmella I want. I'm over this Carmella. I got Liv Morgan winning also. Uh... Let's get let's just not not this out. a uh, triple third match for the United States Championship. Damian Priest defends against Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Now, Damian Priest and Sheamus have had decent matches. Don't Jeff Hardy and mix uh shakes things up a little bit, obviously. It is a triple third match, so there is no disqualification in a triple third match unless Vince wants to get cute and stupid. So uh I really see them having a good entertaining brawl and uh Sheamus is one of the most underrated guys that's on the roster right now. Jeff don't give a fuck no more, they, and they obviously want to put the rocket behind Damian Priest's back. So I'm definitely Damian, Damian Priest should not be losing right now. I, I think it'll be entertaining, and Jeff Hardy's there to, to, to take the pinfall. Uh,
1: Priest will win, but just because just just because I don't care about since they don't care, I'm gonna say Jeff. do you go do you go do that. Yeah, just because they don't care, I don't care either. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be outrageous with these picks.
0: Look, 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 look. They don't care, but we gotta care for people that care about us. Us. We we gotta be the AEW to to, to their madness
1: because they put this man chasing for the twenty four seven belt and they seen people was mad, so they gave him a meaningless US <sighs> match. So let's go with Jeff, just because.
0: If Jeff win tonight, I'm going Uh. Charlotte Flair taking on Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. Their promo battle that they had on Raw was a uh, a uh, kind of shoot like and I, I thought it was I-, I thought that's been very entertaining. At least when it comes to the promo stuff like that, but uh I'm over Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. I-, I I agree with you when uh you say you want the Goddess back. I want the Goddess back Alexa Bliss too. Even Charlotte hinted at wanting the Goddess Alexa Bliss back cuz this I mean, it's it's making money. That's the problem. It's making money. They're selling these Lily dolls and this Alexa Bliss stuff and they're making money off the Fiend gimme that Alexa Bliss has and they're not going to give it up no time soon because it's making money, but the minute it goes broke, they're going to want her to go back to the guys Alexa Bliss,
1: but I think
0: that... I, I be- mean,
1: that, that I was like, the Fiend was making money. I don't understand why they stopped that, stopped that in the first place.
0: Exactly. I don't get it either. I, I truly don't understand that either. So, but it, I, I think that it, they can have a good entertaining matchup. But Charlotte's not losing this championship. And she shouldn't. So, I'm
1: going
0: with Charlotte. Hello? Yeah. Oh, he must he must have. Uh, I, I said I'm going with Charlotte. Uh, yeah,
1: sure, sure. No, actually, no. Let's let's say Lily. Let's say Lily let's interferes and wins it.
0: They they dumb, but they, there's they, there's a lot of crowd here. they not knowing that.
1: Let's say Lily wins it. Let's say that. He,
0: he, you you your shit today. So in other words, he pick Alex Bush, y'all. Uh,
1: no, I uh, pick Lily. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we got to see. Now, we, now we're at our main event style matches. The Usos taking on the street props for the Tag Team Championships. Montez had a great showing against Roman Reigns on SmackDown. Did you see the match between Montez and Roman Reigns on SmackDown? Yes. Uh, well, it, until Pride comes back. Uh, that matchup is right there where I'm like, okay. If I'm Angelo Dawkins, I'm getting kind of scared, because that's what kind of happened with the whole Stevie Ray type thing with Booker T. Like when they see that this man can go out on his own, have good matches on his own, he can do that. He can do that whole singles, the singles thing. That's what Montez is. Montez can be a star in this business. So I definitely see, you know, uh, him going to be probably be, be a single star. I'm not gonna say very soon, but it's, just, it's definitely gonna be warranted. But when it comes to the tattoo Team Championships, though, I really think that they are going to uh, have a great match here. The Usos and Street Pops are something that, I, some, something that I wanted them to do uh, since SummerSlam. That, that, that's the dream match I wanted to see at SummerSlam. So, uh, definitely, definitely... Uh, uh, w- They're going to have a good, entertaining matchup. I wish it was a War of Extreme match, whether it be a ladder match, whether it be a table match, you know, whatever whatever, happened on SmackDown, all that kind of stuff. But I got... I believe it or not got the Street Profits winning. I got the Street Profits reclaiming their tag team championships only because of, you know, Montez took the beating on Friday. I think that they can come back and they can win the matchup. So, I got Street Profits over the Usos. All right. So... Now we have uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair. Now, I have said before this, you know, I-, I need Bianca to get her EST attitude back, and I think that we saw that on SmackDown this past Friday with her giving Becky Lynch the K.O.D. And I do think this should this should have been an Extreme Rules matchup as well, but I, I do. But now they they just want to give them they want to give the people. The full matchup that they did not get a chance to get at Summerslam, so uh, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. But I, I think they're going to keep uh, Bianca chasing the belt opposed to getting the belt. So unfortunately, as much as I want Bianca Belair to retain to get her championship, she's back, not winning. She's not winning. I'm aware of that. Uh, Prime is back, y'all, and uh, so I right now when it comes to that, I got. Becky Lynch winning, but she's gonna win dirty. She not winning this match clean. Because of this robbery not gonna be done. Or does Sasha Banks come back tonight?
1: Uh I, to be honest with you, I want it to be done just so we can get a different Bianca. Well well, have you seen the Bianca on 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 this past Friday? Yes, I still want a different Bianca.
0: Well she she was the more aggressive
1: EST Bianca on Friday. Yes, but it's not a full change if she wins. It don't mean if she wins. She just said, "All right, I just had to get aggressive to get my title. I want her to lose so she can still be angry."
0: Okay, dude, down. But so then, who who will be next up for Becky? Then if she beats her twice. Whoever. No, I think I think we gotta pick up, pull out somebody in the draft. Maybe you think maybe they move Bianca and Sasha to Raw. Uh. And then. Did Bianca Sasha I mean,
1: get finish their stuff over uh, on Raw? If, let's let's be honest. Whoever she feud with next is she winning anyway? So who Bianca? No Becky. Whoever whoever is her next feud, she's still going to win that feud. So whoever they put in there, if they want to fake like they want Car- uh, Liv Morgan to, to have a big opportunity, they can put her in there. If They want to act like they want to give opportunities to Ember Moon or whoever. That they can do that, but or, or they still losing. Because and Naomi's feeling with Sonya Deville right now. She is, but I
0: think she's gonna be Sonya Deville and then move on to you know, or maybe Sonya Deville can help her get rid of that glow shit. Or we'll,
1: we'll
0: see. Now, I, I was talking about the tag team, the tag team championship match while uh, while you were going. So I want to get your opinion on that one when it comes to the Usos taking on the Street route, which I said was gonna be a. Uh. A good match, especially after Montez had a good showing I, on SmackDown.
1: I don't, I don't. Okay, okay. I think they got this in the wrong order of how they're treating this championship. Okay. Because they did like a stare down with Otis and Gable, like, "Oh, we coming for the belts." Yeah. They should be fighting Otis and Gable today and they have a stare down with the Street Profits for like a bigger pay per view. Uh huh. Like I don't want to. I don't want to have the end all be all be Gable and Otis versus the Uso. So like, you supposed to do the Street Profits?
0: Yeah, I think the Street Profits would be the better match or the better rivalry in general.
1: Yeah, but it hasn't really seemed like a rivalry. It just seemed like they they fight and then like three weeks later they fight again. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. Well, let's see. Uh,
0: so you going to win, by the way? Usos. Usos. I had Chief I money. winning.
1: Winning the belts? Yes. Nah, I got, I got Usos winning. Keep keeping keep that bloodline keep keep thing that going blood. Well, no, it's not that. It's just they don't really have a reason to lose right now. Like, even though they built the profits okay, they. they have, I feel like this feud hasn't really been a feud. So if they win them, it don't really, it wouldn't matter.
0: You know, it also depends on like which way which win. The draft goes anyway. Well, yeah, you know, cause that plays a part too. All right, main event time. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got all uh, the ma- we all the matches. Uh, I mean, we kind of already know it. Is Roman we Reigns? Kind of
1: already. They already confirmed
0: it. Yeah, it did. It, yeah. it did. Uh, Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor. I, I just want a good match because Finn Balor wants to give give us a good matchup. But I I do hate that we do live in this age where Vince has been hotshot booking everything and just giving everything away. And like, we, uh-huh. because you really could have built this up as the Demon could take the his Demon championship. Yep. It, it, it really could have did that. But now, they, all, they already booked Brock Lesnar versus Roman at Crown Jewel uh-huh. in October for the championship. So you all, it's like... What's even the point of having the match if you already said y'all said it's gonna be for the championship? Just to just to try to to, to sell uh people people on Peacock to watch this thing. I'm like, why don't y'all just let it like, like like Triple H said with NXT, you just put it in the oven. Like Vince McMahon, do you really think that that, that your your the fan base is not going? Is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you had told them about the match early or not. If they're gonna wanna see it on pick out, they they're either gonna get it or they not. That's how it's gonna be. But if you could if if you could just build up for one yeah, moment. For one if you could build up for just one minute that the demon has a chance to beat uh Roman Reigns, then I would take that opportunity. That's the whole Yeah, that's point. why
1: I didn't care when, when the demon came back and everybody was like, Oh, it's the demon. I was like, so? And you know, it, they didn't make me care about it.
0: You, 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 there, there's one thing that Finn Balor has not that has not done with the, with the Demon gimmick that I'm a little disappointed in. He has not changed his style at all.
1: Well, it's not even that. It's just the Demon is supposed to be his alter ego, his like his final boss. But they haven't even made me care. I don't even care about it like at all. Like when I say, at all, zero percent. I don't care about it. Well, because we already know he's going. He's going in there to lose. And it's just like yeah, but even before that, even before the Brock match, they didn't even build it up as if like they didn't even build it up as if like that's gonna be something big.
0: Yeah, because of, of the mistreating of the demon, and I also said like, remember when Cody used to do Stardust, and Cody would wrestle differently than he than, than Stardust would, and it's like. I kind of like that. Even though people didn't pay t- too much attention to it, Cody Rhodes wrestled differently than Stardust would wrestle. They wouldn't wrestle the same because they were different personalities. I think Finn Balka did that. And I think also they, if they had treated the Demon as a bigger deal on WWE and respected the Demon a lot bit more, this would this would have been a match. So that right now we're just trying to see how good of the contest is going to be. But there's not going it's going to be no false finishes. There's going to be no surprises because you you would not take the belt off Roman with with, with the demon and they haven't win it back on draft night. That's stupid, especially when it's for the championship uh, with, with with Brock and Roman. So and uh-huh. especially when you know Roman got to beat. Ballard. you know Roman got to beat Lesnar because Roman is not going to get beaten until they find, they found pick the guy who's going to take WD to the future Bam Breaker Braun Breaker you know Vong Wagner <laughs> so, did you say oh no okay right. don't, 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 don't,
1: don't you do it don't,
0: don't, don't do it today so obviously we got Roman Reigns all across the board yep uh that so that is what extreme rules is going to be we will be reviewing extreme rules tonight after it's off peacock it's going to be a little bit of a late review but uh yeah so uh that's our predictions so then we're about to get ready to move on with the rest of the podcast all right guys that was the predictions for the uh for extreme rules so now uh we got that we and probably will be back later to review the show for you guys so uh Couple of things we, we we gotta talk about first because big news dropped last week in the world of wrestling, which was news pertaining to Owen Hart. Owen Hart's name is back up, and we're like, no, Martha Hart's not still WWE again, or it's not, it's not no new Dark Side of the Ring part.
1: Hey, two. I resent your tone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, if, if y'all gotta see it, if Dark Side of the Ring, I I resent your tone. Uh, but. News here is yo, know, it, it it made me so happy. Like it literally, I was out dashing when I heard this news, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast." Because it seems like every time me and Prime do the podcast, we do the pro, the, the podcast on Sundays, and most of the time, if if uh, things get away on Sunday, we do it early Monday morning, and things just be dropping after the podcast is done. So after we was on the podcast, like the, the next day, bam, they dropped this Owen hard news on us. Or later later that day, and I was just like, "Well, we got to wait a whole other week to talk about this Joe but we're going to talk about it because AEW partners with Owen Hart's the Owen Hart Foundation and his family to celebrate his legacy." So some people uh, maybe think, "Well, we already know because it's been a week," but you know, uh, to go over the logistics of it, uh, AEW is partnered with the family of Owen Hart to honor the late pro wrestling legends legacy. So, uh, and it wasn't, yeah, not, not so Monday. So, yeah, it was right after we've done the podcast. Uh, the Owen Hart Foundation will include an establishment of an AEW uh, tournament called the Owen Hart Cup. So, WWE has their own tournaments with the, with, with, with the Dusty Cup, uh, it, which is kind of messed up because Cody and all the, the families over in AEW, but they, they still get to use the Dusty Cup. But uh, now they got something called the Owen Hard Cup, which will be a tournament. I don't know when this tournament is, is supposed to take place. I'm hoping, like, next year so we can get a fresh start. Don't, don't, don't try to squeeze anything into it this year. And I hope it's, like, one of them tournaments like it's like, a 32-man tournament where we just break everything down. We can see. It'll it,
1: probably be it, 16.
0: It could be 16. But if you make, it like, a 32-person tournament and you do some tournament qualifications on, like, Elevation or Dark, that way... You can try to get people to watch that show a little bit more, also.
1: Because. Yeah, but if they had the qualifications for 32 men and they have it on Darkest, just gone. It's going to be like Joey Janela versus like Christian Cage, which is like, well, we already know what's going on here. No, I'm not saying
0: qualification match. I'm just saying, like, you, you pick out. Look, you, you got a Ross. You can pick out 32 names. You can pick out 32 names of guys and then. You can sit there and like, okay, obviously you would get the um, those kind of lower matches like, like your Joey Janela versus Jungle Boys out the way. And Jungle Boy will probably go higher up the card, but he'll get Joey Janela out the way and stuff like that too. But I, or or you could probably just do a sixteen man, like however they want to do it. But uh, I I do believe that uh, you know, it'll get people behind it because it's an own heart themed thing. And since that they'll have his likeness, they can use you know his his picture and all his and videos and stuff like that because they own all that stuff, uh, or they will own. I mean, they're partnership with you know the Heart Foundation to use all that stuff. I think they can make this a class a classy thing. And uh, we, not only that, uh, this tournament will be held annually, so it'll be like an annual thing. This will almost be like their King of the Ring in a way, but better. Uh yeah. Or, 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 like, or even like even like, even like, like their G one for AEW thing.
1: It won't be like their G one. Uh, if it's like their G one then that'll be the best tournament in the whole world. But <laughs> I will say um I think the winner of it should get like two small trophies so they can hold in each hand like Owen did. That would kinda be dope. <laughs>
0: Or, or, it, or like I so you said, just, you just play. Because, first of all, I want, them to, 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 I want them to treat it like a sports thing. Like, I remember somebody said, somebody said can they treat it like, like the Stanley Cup where you hold on to the cup and everything and, and they engrave your name. Like, I don't want them to do the Andre the Giant Memorial type thing where they come out with that mustard-colored trophy every time they have a match and it, it just ranks side and they use it as a prop to beat people up with it. No, I want them to actually like have a legit trophy in their house and, uh, you know, you can keep adding on to it. So if they're, so if somebody is a two-time Owen Hart champion, uh, 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 Owen Hart, you know, uh, cup champion, then they can have the two trophies in their hand that way. I'm a two-time. That's how you do it. Oh, you don't rush to Owen like that. But if, if you, if you have it like that, they get a trophy and then they hold on to it. And then like next year they win it again. And If I'm a two-time, you know, uh. Trophy It's kinda of like, you know, having sports with their with their rings and stuff like that. You can have more than one ring said you know, hold it like that. I, I think that would be dope.
1: I, I do think that they will they will have something. I don't think it's gonna be the actual trophy, but I think they have something to carve their name on. So maybe a plaque. That'd be good too. Or something. Like some somewhere somehow somewhere they have a plaque. And they engrave their name on it, but then the, the, the person to have the actual trophy.
0: Yeah, but then I, then there's also going to be the the thing of who will the first winner go to? Because Jungle
1: Boy. You
0: know, I was thinking Jungle Boy, but I was like, but but but, but what if it's like Jericho or Kevin Steen?
1: It'll be Jungle Boy.
0: Because me, me I'm like, cause look. Kevin Owens, I, you know, is a big fan of Owen Hart due to the Owens and his name, his son, Owen. And Chris Jericho's, you know, there too. And Chris Jericho played a large part in getting this whole thing together. And I'm like, you, to, to get some heel heat, I would think that they would try to, pro- you would probably put a heel over first. And if Kevin Owens leaves in January of of uh, next year, early January, he can, he, he can, the first thing to make his mark, he can come in and win that
1: Owen Hart Cup. I, I I mean, I would like Jericho to win it, but I don't think he needs any more those kind of accolades. I, I don't think Jericho does. I'll say,
0: but what about Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen?
1: I mean, I think that would be nice for him, but Steen, okay. I think Steen is already like me. Not to say that Jungle Boy is not, but Jungle Boy is still very young. And Steen can literally come in and challenge for the world title tomorrow. Uh... And everybody will be behind. Even though everybody's behind Jungle Boy, he's still kind of young. And every win he gets, something like this, gets a bigger and bigger uh, audience. So I could see somebody like Jungle Boy or Darby winning it.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, that would be cool. but you know, but to also you know advance the storyline. Like, imagine if the finals was like Jungle Boy and Kevin Steen, and then Kevin Steen being the heel, he goes over, but. That he it's like giving the rub to Jungle Boy though, and he can still get he can still get a look for like making it always the way to the tournament to the finals, and then. But I mean, I do love the idea of Jungle Boy having it, too because I, I I think that they want to push him to be the next contender once he gets away from the whole Luchasaurus and the the Jurassic Express stuff. So yes, you know, so,
1: I, I will say but I'm going to say but also wins it's it, like though, it's going to be a homegrown,
0: but it's. It, it's yeah, I would like to be a homegrown too, but I also I also think that Adam Cole is going to give Jungle Boy the rub also. So about this week. Is he going against him this week? Yeah. No, 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 no. He, he, Adam Cole, Jungle Boy, not win the first match. He's gonna win the rivalry, but he's not gonna win the first match. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so you know, it it all, it all depends how he but you know a homegrown talent. Would would be good, but the question is like every time they have like a in wrestling, no matter what company is, every time they have like this big tournament, something like that, they usually make the heels go over for some reason. I don't know why they did. Like even MGF when it was about the whole ring, you know, fighting for the ring, he he won the ring back uh, the first year AEW, and I'm like, okay, two times, yeah. So, and if you want, Owen Hart was a heel, you know. Also, so if you want somebody hold the two trophies like Owen? Then you would need the heel to go over. Jungle Boy's not doing that, but people gotta give for don't 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 forget Owen Hart was a heel, okay? And Owen Hart was a heel most of his career until like uh, the, the, the last year he died or the 1998, like, like after Brett got screwed over in '97. From '98 to his death, that's when Owen was like a true babyface. Other than that, Owen Hart was a heel. You know, it, 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 we can't we can't forget we can't forget that. Also, that's not the only thing that's happening because, uh, along with this annual tournament, that uh, AEW and Owen Hart Foundation will include a production of original Owen Hart merchandise, which means new shirts, new. Uh, bags, new things on heart's name on it, that they can sell from pro wrestling tees. And you don't you know think people want to get this get their hands on the Owen heart shirt?
1: Yeah, they'd be like the Owen heart, they'd be like how sting shirts are. It'd be like Owen heart is a is all lead or heart with the AEW logo at the bottom,
0: exactly. Or get yourself an Owen heart bomber jacket. Oh, you sit think
1: like,
0: huh? Well, I mean, hey. If Sticker get a bomber jacket, why not own my heart? You know
1: what I'm saying? What if uh, Pillman wins it, by the way? Say what? What if Pillman wins it?
0: That'll be. You know what? That would be kind of dope, too. I think they need to put some more heat on Pillman, though. Like, I'm talking about good heat on Pillman. But he's getting there, though.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking. It's going to be... I'm thinking it's going to be like Pillman, Darby, Cassidy or Jungle Boy cuz it's just Cassidy you mean like Isaiah grown... Cassidy? No, uh Orange Cassidy.
0: Orange Cass- Oh okay.
1: Just just homegrown people that's all I'm. I'm just thinking about. It. My bad, sorry.
0: Okay, no. I must you know I got to say when you talking about Isaiah Cassidy. Uh So but then of course I talked about it a little bit when it came out. That he is also going to be featured as a character in AEW's console video game, uh, which is in development, which they are still planning a 2022 release, late 2022. That's exciting. That is really exciting, cause and then uh, it's it's good that we get to uh, share Owen and you know fans like us who knew Owen from back then can uh, now. Uh, I mean, obviously, he can't rush no more, but you, you can teach this younger generation who Omar Hart was, how good he really was. And, you know, now that he can be featured and he can sell the merchandise and then, you know, they probably give it to the foundation. And then, of course, uh, him being in the video game. All that stuff is just great news for a generation. Now, there's some dickheads online that don't necessarily think so and want to call out saying, well, Vince McMahon should sue Martha Hart. First of all, look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Kill that noise. When I'm not gonna lie to you, the purpose is look, the man in the mirror. When the whole Martha Hart, Bret Hart stuff, I was upset because I'm, a, I'm an Owen Hart fan. I, I look, I watched Owen Hart back in the King of the Ring era, you know, what I'm saying, uh, him rob, rob, being a rival with his brother to the nation, to all that stuff, the Jeff Jerry tag team. And the Shawn Michaels main event, he never he never really got, you know, all, all that kind of stuff on heart. And yes, I want him to be remembered. But once again, that company is uh responsible for his death. And if Martha Hart don't want to forget that company, who am I to say that she should forget that company? And especially uh-huh. after watching that that dark side of that dark side of the ring of all heart and stuff like that. And like, you know, if it's a man's truly an asshole, I'm like, who am I? Who because if anybody had died that young in that your young. family you would not want to deal if you feel like so somebody was responsible for that you're it's not want to do that person ever again and you may take it out on, on, on a lot of other people as well and if yeah she, i think
1: jericho and mark henry really helped her push that decision yeah because uh obviously mark henry signed and it had a big thing to do with it. he probably helped her convinced her because um Tony Khan said they've been talking about this for well over a year. About a year and a half they've been talking about doing this. Yeah, And he said Martha is not a pushover so Martha is going to get her ideas across and going to get her what she thinks should be done right with Owen across and it took them a while to get it across but they finally came on the decision obviously of what we got now. Uh huh.
0: So that that right there, that right there. I, I, I I, really believe that, you know, Owen Hart will, will be in good hands over here. He would have not have been in good hands at WWE. WWE would want to sell merchandise, uh, whether it be video games, or whether it be T-shirts, whether it be DVDs, whatever the case may be, or put himself on the network and all that stuff like that. But, however, it, it would have been made money. They wouldn't have gave nothing about it, n- nothing to that foundation. Vince want all his money, because if somebody's selling, he, he wants all the money. And then then they'll just put him in the Hall of Fame, just to put him in the Hall of Fame to make money. That's that's what WWE does. So, no, I, I'm glad it's going over AEW. I'm more confident with it being over the AEW. And, you know, shout out to Martha. Because, like I said, me being the fan of Owen Hart, I was upset because Owen Hart wasn't being, you know, recognized but once again who am i to even say you know how he should be recognized which especially of, of how the circumstances of how he died The I man only 34 years old
1: uh-huh.
0: you know so uh I, i'm glad this thing went down with aw so and how do you feel about it just to wrap it up i'm
1: happy for it. i'm happy i'm ready to see owen in the game i'm ready to see this cup and I'm ready to see a lot of other things that they got coming up for Owen. Owen versus
0: Jericho is my first match right now. I already said that. I almost missed. I almost missed quarter. I was about
1: to say, wait, huh? Wait. All
0: right, gotcha. yeah, I was saying that console game, Owen versus Jericho, was my first matchup because you got to think that they probably going for him as DLC. You, you did like 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 a pre order bonus. You don't think? Hmm.
1: Uh-huh. we'll we'll see.
0: Oh. Uh- or maybe Kenny Omega a as though like yo, we don't do we don't do uh, pre orders over here. You just get the game <laughs> and they and they come. So I I'm very I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to see uh what's in store. So uh what else I, I have here? Um as I'm going down let's get into <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring this week. So, you guys, uh, last week, obviously, Dark Side of the Ring uh, turned people in not too much of a good light because of, you know, the plane ride from hell uh, stuff. And, you know, it didn't paint Ric Flair in a good light at all. Well, you know what? You knew something was going to be up when Ric Flair tweeted an apology. To you know, uh people about Chris Kane and who knew Chris Kane and all that stuff like that. Because I was like, "Oh shit, what did Flair say now?" Because you know they, they were going to go in there and say like, you know, what's up going on. But th- this week was about Chris Kane, and uh this was a sad story. It, it was it was of a troubled man that I was a fan of Canyon back in WCW, I was, uh, I was a fan, of, some of, Kane uh, in, um, WWE, because they didn't, they didn't use Kane right at all, but, uh, you know, like, when, when, when they had the, the what was it, that, uh, Jersey Triad group in uh, WCW with him, DDP and Bam Bam Bigelow, because they all Jersey boys, I thought, I thought that was cool, and then he had another gimmick, uh, which was it uh mortis which he was um kind of like the rivalry of uh what's the guy glacier because you know glacier had that whole mortal kombat uh you know um thing going on (laughs) And then it was just like you know, Morris was kind of like, like a reptile looking thing. So they had that, that that thing going on. They was probably you know, Ravens flock. Which I'm surprised they did not get Raven to talk in this Dark Side of the Ring
1: at all. Just
0: didn't want to. No, Raven, Raven tweeted out saying that I could have. He he never got the phone call. He said he could have added a lot of things to the Dark Side of the Ring stuff. And I was like, yo, why did he get the phone call? Raven,
1: definitely? Uh, w- I don't
0: know. Uh So, but they did interview, like, uh the Sinister Minister, James Mitchell, DDP, Brian Cage, the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, uh, those kind of... Uh, those things, so... Cain was a very underrated wrestler, and, like, the Young Bucks were saying, like, he was the ones that... he brought indie wrestling to the mainstream, and I had to say, I was a fan of Kayon, but after seeing... This Dark Side of the Ring, I was like, I don't think people appreci- truly, truly appreciate Canyon the way they
1: should. Would you agree with that? Fine. I mean, I would agree, but y'all knew this. It's not It wasn't a surprise. Say what? It wasn't a surprise. About what? We already knew he was underappreciated. Like we knew people don't because, because of obviously of what happened, he wasn't able to show his talent. This man was wrestling on. He was the only signed talent wrestling jobber matches on Velocity. Like we already knew he was not appreciated enough.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, the, the, the talk about you know his style. You talk about you know the the, uh, the, the mortis stuff, and then him. Uh, losing the match and going right to being Kane and I I, I I remember the who's better than Kane I remember the way he had his match matches and stuff like that I, I like I said the the, the, the jersey uh the, the jersey triad with him and Bam Bam Bigelow and DDP I I that was the late WCW when it was getting bad but I liked that version of Kane because I I, I I remember that's when he got tossed off the triple cage I remember seeing that and I was like oh my god Kane took that bump Oh, right, right there, he got tossed off and right to the stage. I was like, wow. Uh, then, of course, the invasion happened, and then they signed him over. To the, He came over with WWE in the invasion. And what fortunately what happened, he got injured. Bad. He had, like, a, a knee injury and then a shoulder injury. And, I mean, he obviously feuded with The Undertaker and Kane, which who buried him and DDP. Uh, At that time. And he was out for like 18 months. And then he came back. And then uh, he was regulated to. Velocity. And you know fired from there. But uh, uh, a lot of things. What was wrong with Kayan. Some some takeaways from the show. Was that. uh, Kayan was a closet homosexual. And James Mitchell. And all of them talked about it. They said well. They, they didn't know that he was uh you know uh, a gay guy because the way he was talking the back but Kane felt as though that obviously in the rest of his he came out and said that he was gay he wasn't gonna make it with he wasn't gonna he wasn't going to make it for his career because that's how toxic uh you know the locker room and things were back then you know you you wasn't gonna go back there and announce that you being gay and they wasn't going to embarrass you for it and this that that's wrong it is completely wrong but that's what they would do unfortunately you know
1: it's this like, is it, just the time this is this is the time undertaker loves so much you know it,
0: it, it, exactly you know what i'm
1: saying we, we, we instead of people minding their business and playing video games this is what he loves so much
0: yeah because you know you gotta come with a knife in your bag you know what i'm saying back when we used to you know uh call out homosexuals and,
1: and stab uh, people in the bathroom and all
0: stab people in the bathroom, rape women and call black people the n-word because he felt like it you, you know, those times the 90's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, James Mitchell was talking about uh, there was one incident that he, he was talking about where Kane almost killed him, which was uh, the, what was the incident that, that it was the one you, you remember the one where he he, he choked James Mitchell has yeah, like his thumbs on his Adam's apple because they they were trying to uh record a vignette or something about I don't know if it was about I don't know. Oh god, why did It was in my notes. I do not have my notes right now of what it was. Do do do, do, you, ah, do you remember what I was talking what I'm talking about? No, I don't. <laughs> Well, you had to say it all de- delayed like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> he said i don't know what the hell you talking about uh shit, yeah uh I, I, I can't i can't remember what the incident was of why uh he was uh he choked out uh james mitchell but uh they, they were good friends but he said it came had his mood swings and A lot of it probably became pertained because he was, you know, hiding something that he couldn't, um, you know, express. And he was diagnosed with a bipolar disorder. And I remember uh, the Young Bucks, I think it was, was just talking about how he came in and he was talking about the, you know, the aliens are out there. And they had to strap him down to a chair until he actually went to sleep because, you know, he was really having have some serious like serious issues and i was like man um that that man lived a uh a very hard life there was the one thing the boy george incident so after he was gone for this injury for our 18 months there was the the infamous segment on was a raw or was a smackdown uh where he was Undertaker was given this this present in this box, and Ken comes out singing "Boy George," I forgot what the song was. And Undertaker beat the shit out of ken so bad, and gave him uh, one of the hardest headshots with an unprotected headshots from a steel chair that I've ever seen Undertaker give. Next to the Mister Kennedy, and the next to the Maven style hit shots. So now, he claimed, now everybody claims, that they, they had a guy that worked over there who now works for WWE, claims that WWE would not just uh, build this guy back up after injury to come back and embarrass him like that uh, if they had, you know, they had nothing to do with him. But they did because WWE is a place full of petty people. And, but the rumor was saying that they did this because some people may have found out that he was gay, and now Kane did not come out and say he was gay until after he was fired from WWE. He even told James Mitchell that he, just in case he had to sue WWE, he was going to tell them that tell people that they fired him because he was gay, and or just because he had to sue him. But once again, WWE did not fire him because he was gay because he did not come out and publicly say he was gay until like, years down after he had left WWE. And,
1: uh... He... he, I think he did to a few people, though. To a few boys. In the locker room? Yes.
0: Okay, well, at least the people he probably thought was his friends.
1: Yeah, Uh, so I'm saying that. Like, somehow, it probably got to the uppers, because... Um... I don't know, you know... I I, I did some stuff outside of the documentary. Um... Some people were like he was kind of like i I just can't take this no more so I got to tell somebody and I'm assuming he told some of his friends and I'm assuming they got to the uppers and then his kind of careers kind of started declining after that moment so whenever he kind of started to decline it's probably the moment where they found out where he was uh where he was gay
0: yeah you know it had to be that boy George and because why would they have him coming out and singing that? To the Undertaker,
1: and uh, it's another incident with the Undertaker, too. Now, that, um, now, 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 please m-
0: mention that one because, like, the dark side they didn't get all really into the Undertaker stuff,
1: yeah. Well, you know how, you know, how, like, basically people say Undertaker is the uh, the judge backstage, yeah. And I almost, I forgot what. What happened? Something happened. What he doesn't. Oh, that's what. It, he don't go drinking, right? He doesn't drink, or he didn't drink, or didn't want to drink with the boys. And um, who
0: are or Canyon? Pretty,
1: no, Canyon. Okay. And I'm assuming everybody was like, yeah, come on, come come drink with the boys." And um, this was when he was in like I'm a okay. This st- this is how I read it. Basically, I was reading it like he was in gay bars, right? Yeah. And after the regular bars closed, the gay bars would still be open. So some of the boys, I guess, came in and seen him at the gay bar. Uh. And uh I'm assuming he like had to went home. He like went home when he seen him and all that kind of stuff. And I guess somebody asked him, Do he want to drink? And he was like, No, I don't drink. And I'm and it was probably like, We seen you in the gay bar the other day or whatever. And then uh they beat him up. They beat him up. Something that he had, they like put in the toilet, pissed in it, crapped in it, probably his gear bag. And then uh, Undertaker, he was like, I wow, I can't believe they did that to me. He was like, Maybe you should go to the bar next time. And that was it. It was just like that's the Undertaker. Then he he said it as if Undertaker kind of told them to do that. Wow. Because he was the locker room leader.
0: See that like I said, I didn't I didn't hear
1: that story. Yeah, that was on like a... Uh, that was like one of the stories before this came out. Before this whole Dark Side came out.
0: Oh. Yeah, like I said, because uh, other than the, the, the beating, which was a very unnecessary beating, and once again, nothing came of that beating. It ain't like he was in a rivalry with Undertaker and he got his win back, got his heat back. He went right after that beating to Velocity. That was it. He went right from that beating to Velocity and then was doing dark matches on WWE until he got fired. That's all that's all he was doing. I'm like, so what What, what did that whole segment accomplish? So you, you can't help but to think that that was the reason why he got, um, you know, I guess punished like that from the boys because his secret probably got out. Now, when he got, when, when he got fired, uh, he, you know, did did a lot of indie shows. He did come out, uh, I forgot what year it was, so indie show, the DDP, that he was gay. And he came out, and, you know, the DDP, except there, because you know, DDP is you know, Captain Positivity himself. And so, he came out, and uh, it's told that he was gay. So, then he would start going on the Howard Stern Show, which is not a show. You would... What you, you wouldn't want to you, you want to go on to especially when you're dealing with mental health and things like that, and the uh, the week before, How Stern had on John Cena, and that they was talking about you know Chris Kane and did, did was it true that WWE fired Kane because he was gay, and Cena said no they didn't fire Kane because he was gay, they fired Kane because he wasn't good, like the irony of Cena telling somebody that like they, they weren't good because at that time cena was not that good but cena was the uh company stooge guy and he was saying that you know in um in wrestling at wwe we have the entertainment part and he couldn't entertain now which is really untrue and i'm not talking about opinion wise like you gotta go back and watch a Canyon match, watch Canyon promos like the who's better than better than Canyon thing sticks. Brian Cage still does that today. And when he was a heel, he'd be like, Who's better than Ken? everybody like, Everyone. So, you know, Canyon was entertaining, but Canyon could wrestle. And I'm talking about he he the, the stuff that people like seeing in the indie stuff, he's do he was doing that before it was even popular. Like, that, that whole deadlift germ, uh, superplex that Brian Cage does when he's on the ropes that brings people from the apron back into the ring. Kenny was doing that. Uh, doing a swinging neck breaker uh, but butterfly pin. That, you know, stuff that you see Young Bucks doing. He was doing that kind of stuff. So, I don't even take the notion that he wasn't good. So, then his idol, he loved Ric Flair, calls into the show. And Ric Flair, who... Uh, once again has apologized on Twitter for this and said that he was in the WWE line. He was the student that there because Howard Stern probably called Vince and Vince didn't go and then probably called Triple H and Triple H didn't go. So, you know, Vic Flair went and go and then he doubled down on what Cena said and said that Kane wasn't fired because he was gay. He was fired because he wasn't any good. But even still, he still alluded to the, to, to the fact that, you know, K made some lifestyle choices and Kay cut him off and said it isn't a choice so how are you going to sit there and say that uh, this man wasn't any good but he had made some lifestyle choices that wasn't so w- what are you referring to Rick what are you referring to that the man is gay it, ha- it had to come out somehow and Kane came, and, and you could tell Kane was like really hurt by this joint. And he was saying like, yo, if so if I wasn't that good of a wrestler, why'd you let me train your son? Because Kane was very heavily into training David Flair at the time when he was in WCW. If he wasn't any good. But once again, I think that was to hide the fact of what WWE was truly feeling. And, uh... Kay said after that show, he was going to toss himself in front of a uh, subway car. But the only reason why he didn't is because his brother was was with, with him that night. And I was like, that is just... It's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking and unbelievable. Then we get to the Orlando Jordan incident. Well, it really wasn't an incident, but because... Well, anybody remembers Orlando Jordan back in the day? He was a Bisexual, and he wanted to do a bisexual character on television, and Kane was like, "No, no, that's my gimmick. I want to, you know, you know, that, that's supposed to be me." They, they're giving him my gimmick, and then Jay Mitchell was like, "Well, you never came out and told anybody that you were gay." So he goes and writes a letter to Stephanie McMahon uh, about him. Uh, he wanted to be coming out as gay and be a, a, a inspirational. Uh, sports figure being an openly gay sports figure in, in the five major sports of basketball, hockey, football, baseball, and wrestling, as, as he put uh, wrestling in there. it's definitely kind of like, you know, uh, kind of apologized, but they kind of dismissed it on the same time. And then that was, that was that because now WWE has been more open to their uh, gay wrestlers. Like when,
1: remember when Darren Young first came out? You remember when they fired Jake Atlas? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Uh, was Jake Atlas? Who? Hold on, Jake Atlas. Uh, that, that name sounds familiar.
1: NXT. Oh, he was gay. Yes. Oh wow. Literally, they found him at a gay. Uh, whenever, they, whenever they signed him, they said, "Look, this is going to be a game changing signing for gay people." That was literally what they what they what they signed him for. Mm.
0: We're not anymore, obviously. Well, not, we're not anymore, anymore. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. Now it's starting to come back to me. So they were taking they're taking a more of a more of a different approach when it came to gay wrestlers, such as Orlando Jordan. Now Orlando Jordan didn't really get out there until TNA. That's what he. That's what he really started. You know, getting into the character. And even though I still think Velveteen Dream. Did, did, did it better even though O-T Dream was not uh, as announced that he was gay but um, and, and, and it it always puzzled me that maybe you know the answer like obviously Dustin Rose wasn't gay but he played a gay character and how he didn't get as much heat as Kane did especially being back in that locker room back, back in those days
1: he he because uh, then you know, a lot of people didn't want to wrestle him, but also he was married to Terry Runnels, so they was like, oh, I guess you know, he's you know, I guess he 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 got, he's straight, you know. Yeah, I, I
0: guess I can say it. It, it always it's um... like if
1: back in the day, if you see somebody with like a Stacy Kibler, think like, i how he how he gets Stacy Kibler? Well, well, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm assuming back then when they, it was like Goldust is gay, we don't want to wrestle with him but then they seen him with uh, Terry, or he bought either Terry or him drinking with the boys or whatever the case is. Uh, he was more accepted because of whatever the case was. Yeah. So, Or, it, maybe, it, or maybe Goldust could have been just straight as an arrow backstage with the boys and then got the character when he went out. So, whatever the case is. You're
0: right, whatever the case is, but uh, it, it's... Uh... You know it's sad hearing brian cage talk about kane and uh how kane came to his promotion he wanted to put kane over but kane said no this is your promotion he put he put him over and how much influence he had on him in the young bucks and how matt jackson was talking about how he was calling a rat or so he's gonna kill himself and he was right about to get in the shower and he was out there for 45 minutes just talking and crying on, with this guy on the phone to, to not do it and uh how he did attempt to try to kill himself uh multiple times and james mitchell talks about how there was that one night where uh, uh i forgot where they were coming from or from a house show or Venice or like that and they were joking and laughing like it was the old days and he uh once kane dropped him off he cried it was just like this is gonna be a night that he does it because of just you you can just feel it and kane did commit suicide and in 2010 and it's it's a, it's a very it's a very sad story because there's a lot of Chris Kanes out here in the world, and I'm not talking about just in sports and just in regular everyday life that are dealing with this pressure, dealing with this um, you know discrimination, is dealing with all this kind of stuff, and there's nobody to go to, there's nobody you know, there's, there's nobody to talk to, or the case may be because you know you still got these 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 sports names that are that, that are being openly gay like Michael Smith or Darren Young or or people that people that are coming out Orlando Jordan is coming out here and talk about you know even Sonny Kiss or Nala Rose or somebody like that who's openly gay or trans or, or, or you know, transgender or whatever case may be and it's like oh this is we're getting better, but are we though? Because see that all that stuff is is PR. What are these people dealing with backstage? What are these people dealing like in their everyday lives? Are they dealing with abuse? Are they dealing with discrimination? Are they dealing with all this kind of stuff that we don't get? We, we don't see. Like I don't think Michael Smith right now is even playing football.
1: I don't. Well, first even, of all, first for well, first of all, his wasn't a gay issue. He just wasn't good.
0: Oh, Salah King.
1: No, I'm saying I t- no, no I, 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 no. I know what you mean. He was not good. He probably thought that using that would probably give him PR to be on somebody's team, but he wasn't good. It's um, another guy better than him, too, though, that's gay in league now. I forgot his name, though.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But, yeah, the other guys were doing way better. And um, the other guy, what's his name in basketball? Whatever the guy that was in basketball was, was had a all right, maybe I should, but well, he 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 didn't have a good career already. And then when he announced that he was gay, he probably thought it was gonna get more eyes on him, but his play still couldn't like help him.
0: I think I know who you're talking about, I forgot who the name was, but I think I, yeah, I forgot I didn't what his about. name
1: was because like, he was a center, he so he's like seven foot. Yeah. But, I mean, he was like, yeah, almost seven feet. I think people like Sunny Kiss and Nylon Rose. Where they are improving every day, and obviously they don't get as much hate. I'm assuming they don't get any hate because of how loving the AEW locker room is. But like AEW has a few people that are that are like that in their locker room, so it's probably just a normal thing, and they are, are all about mental health
0: there. Well, see, here's the thing: I understand AEW is probably all about mental doing the right thing, but out of that whole locker room. You're not going to. We're not going to sit here and say that the AEW has no inappropriate people that's there.
1: No, no. I'm saying I'm not saying they have inter, Not I'm not saying they don't have inappropriate people. I'm just saying there's not just one or two gay people in AEW. There's some there's a good number of, of people that are gay or bi or whatever the case is in AEW to where the other wrestlers will probably see that and make it more of a loving thing. Because like back in WWE. Say if like JBL would make fun of somebody, he would kind of get other people in on the joke. While maybe in AEW it's only one person doing it. It's not like how back then when you can get everybody in or making fun of this one person.
0: Fair. Now it is their choice, but do you think that if if they had a com- a, a more comforting support team or uh you know support that they would come out and you know, be openly gay opposed to being closeted. Who? Anybody talk talking about in AEW. I mean, like, it's like,
1: look. They are openly. Huh? They are openly gay. The only one I know is
0: openly gay is Nala Rose and, uh, well, I don't know if Nala Rose is gay. She's transgender, but. She, she,
1: well, okay. She is, she's a gay woman.
0: Okay, so it's, okay, so it's like, Nala Rose, Sunny Kiss, Karen Hogan. Those are own and Diamante hmm Those are the ones that I know Aubrey about. Aubrey
1: Edwards. Who? Aubrey Edwards.
0: Okay, Aubrey here. I know about Aubrey. Okay.
1: Um ah, what is the I don't wanna say Matt Lee. It's I can't think of the dude's name, but they're they're not on they're not main, mainly featured. On rent on like they're they're on the show but not on the show. Uh huh. But it's a lot of like mid car people. It's mid car people and maybe dark people. But they're still signed.
0: Yeah, but it's still signed. It's like you know, like I said. Hopefully, other than you know, RB Evers who's obviously, you know, being a referee and being out in open, it's like it could still be. You, you you can still be all for, uh, gay rights, and you know, mental health or Black Lives Matter, or whatever the case may be. But once those cameras is off, it's like. How truly of a safe space do these people feel as though that they're in? You know, like I said, I, I don't personally know. I can only go by what is reported, to be honest with you. Or, or somebody may say that the, the locker room makes you feel like family or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah it, that's all well and good. But it's like it's kind of like uh, in the WWE locker room. Like, how do, you know, some of the black wrestlers feel about working with Jackson Riker? And he already said all his... Feelings about you know certain things. You know why would I want to work we with them? W-
1: we know w- we don't care when they brought back Hulk Hogan. Not, I
0: oh, I mean WWE don't care. I said, but if you're like an AEW, like it, it could just still be if somebody is like closet, or they're like, oh, I'm glad we have a family, but I don't necessarily want to come out. Like, what if one of th- th- like the top of the food chain oh, guys? Oh, by
1: the way, Anthony Bourne's too. Sorry about that, Anthony Bourne's boys yeah. They're, oh. The claim Yeah, so... Yeah, so th- those two. If... if Now imagine
0: if you were a top guy on any on one of these rosters, right? And you came out as homosexual. Uh-huh. You don't think that the career would change?
1: If you're in... I'll be honest with you. I'm not trying to sound like an AEW fan or anything. But I'm just saying, I think they are so... Loving and they don't really care about your status, that nothing will change as long as you do the work.
0: I, you know, the reality I really hope that's true. I'm not sitting there because I don't want negative stuff to happen. I really do hope that's true. You know, but unfortunately, like for people like Ken, you know, who wasn't able to experience that and it got punished.
1: Oh, you know what? I mean, look. I'm just gonna tell you. I think that 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 if if it's not true for AEW with the Bucks working there and them seeing it close hand, and obviously Kenny Omega, it's it's uh, probably like they probably really frown upon like making fun of those people because I believe Omega is bi. If not, if not bi, then completely gay, and he's the champion. So, um,
0: but once again, don't everybody doesn't know that if that is true.
1: Yeah, but if the locker room knows it, then
0: it's like the locker room could probably know it or if, first of all, people out there, we don't necessarily, know if this is true or not. I haven't heard Kenny Omega come out here and say, you know, why,
1: you know, why, why, because he said it doesn't matter if I'm gay or not as long as I can wrestle good. So if the people in the locker room know it, and that's fine. But as far as me just sitting out here announcing what I am, it doesn't matter because I'm a wrestler Yeah, first. I,
0: but I, I get that. But, 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 but what I'm trying to tell you is these people... Look, let's just call a spade a spade. Wrestling fans are not the most nicest people that's out there. Yeah, I know. At all. Especially a lot of these the time. They in redneck towns. All right? You know, it's just like, okay, you got these younger wrestling fans and stuff like that that may like Bobby Lashley and Biggie at the top, these two black guys, but there's a lot of them that don't. You got a lot of people that, you know, don't like. Uh, sunny Kiss that don't like Nala Rose that don't like any of this kind of stuff and then when you're performing in Florida when you're performing in Texas and when you're performing in all these southern states that don't give two shits about what's going on in the world and they don't care, it's a difference but like, okay, my boys know like, if, in Kenya's case, a lot of people you know, I told some of my closest friends and then he was, I was supposed to tell my family it's going to be a little bit harder so I stopped at that if Kenny Omega say like to to, to his boys his homies in the back and said look i'm a bisexual man i'm a gay man it doesn't matter but i'm a good wrestler but he's not out there in the limelight telling everybody because everybody don't know this kind of stuff now but you
1: just said when they do it it's pr say what you just said what
0: yeah, it's good PR. If when they, like when Darryl Young came out to the world, that D- Young didn't come out to the locker room and then said, hey, when it gets out, it gets out. He came out on Duck, he came out to the world on ESPN so, and told the world that I am gay. That's different. Because now it's like the, the PR thing for WWE to do is to, to support him. Because Firing him will be a bad look on WWE. And that's what I'm saying. There could be people that's, that, that is in wrestling that could be gay. It doesn't matter if they get gay because I don't care. They shouldn't care. If the wrestling is good, that's all that matters. But there's some ignorant ass minds and juvenile ass minds that still work in the wrestling business because it's a white man's business that if they were to come out. Into the open, like, go tell ESPN so it tells everybody, everybody knows they, either PR, they may treat them nice, but they may treat them differently backstage, that's all I'm saying. I mean, I want, like I said, I I want to believe that because of the signing of, you know, uh, Sunny Kiss and Nala Rose and Anthony Bowens and all stuff like that, we, we have a lot of uh, gay and transgender people working in the wrestling business now that, you know, AEW is more open to it. And I hope it is. Like I said, I'm not backstage in a, in 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 you know in, in that locker room. And the people were just trying to bring up the other day uh, about the lack of black folks in AEW. I'm just like, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that all the way. But I think, I, I, I try to get what you're saying, but don't let WWE tease you in thinking that they, they just put all these black folks on TV because they give a shit. They don't. <laughs> they don't. If the black people ain't making them no money, if the gay people ain't making them no money, like, that's the WWE the, the thing. It's all about money. The PR comes like, like, like they give a shit, but it's all about the money. But that's why that whole thing probably unfortunately happened to Ken, and he and, and you know like deciding with Orlando Jordan he, him coming out and being by, but he ain't lasting that company that long, and neither did Darryl Young unfortunately. Because like, they didn't they did nothing with his cat. Like he wanted to have a gay character, they said no. We're gonna put you a Bob back and make you great again. What does that mean? <laughs> it was never you know like it, like what does that mean? Like you can't read between read between the lines of that gimmick because everybody was like, "Why is he trying to make young great again?" He never had. He was ever that great. There's a lot of underlying shit, man. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, make Kane rest in peace. Like I said, it it, it it was a very just sad episode of dark, you know, dark side of the ring. And then once again, like people are like we 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 have no problem with gay people you should always speak your truth and people you know should have a safe space to talk about you know how they're feeling and you know and, and like i said and the locker room has gotten better from the accounts i've heard from wrestlers opposed to the, the uh, i call them the undertaker days knives in the bag and you know you know you know we don't bring video games stuff like that you know it's been, it's been better since then i'm just praying and hoping that it still gets better that okay. is all not a show, you know what I'm saying? Because that would be very hurtful. I, mean, I want to see these people succeed. I want to see Nala Rose succeed. I want to see you know Kenny Omega succeed. I want to see uh, Anthony Bowens and Cindy Kiss and like I said, all, all the people that you know. But them them being either closet or homosexual or transgender should not should not play a part you know in their wrestling if they're great wrestlers then so be it then so be it so moving on now to uh, the, the draft we got the draft coming up for Raw is SmackDown SmackDown is this Friday part one and then part two of the draft is on Monday so we're going to go over some of our predictions of who who we think is going to be jumping ship, going to the uh you know Gothen show, and, uh, well going go to East Show. Uh, <clears throat> so Prime, obviously, Raw needs a whole reboot. <laughs> as, as you as you say. I one, one thing I don't think nobody's going. To, you know what? I, I took that back. At first, I thought about he wasn't going to go anywhere. I will not be surprised if the bloodline goes to Raw. Like Roman and all them go to Raw? Roman, Heyman, Usos.
1: Nah. You don't think Fox is the A A show. They're gonna stay on Fox.
0: Fox is Fox is the A show, but then also they're going up against Monday Night Football, and then AEW has beaten them twice in the demo, and Vince can't handle it.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I think they staying on Fox.
0: I, I want to stay on Fox. I want to stay. On, I want him, them, and 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 Lesnar all to stay on on SmackDown.
1: Yep, that's what they they don't stay on Fox. They're not moving them to Raw to compete with other shows, and then Vince gonna get mad if they lose and fire him like he did the NXT. Ah, Vince gonna stay in his lane and just put him on SmackDown and keep them there.
0: Well, you know Vince damn well don't stay in his lane. Well, hey. so. Who do you have coming to SmackDown? You think
1: uh, coming to SmackDown, coming I to have. Smackdown, yeah. Uh, I think Hardy should go to SmackDown.
0: Hardy to go to SmackDown. I think Priest, Drew McIntyre got to come to SmackDown.
1: I think. Well, not at. Uh, all right. Uh, Priest. I think Priest and uh, Nakamura should switch. Uh, I think AJ and Omar should come to SmackDown, so AJ can like break up with Omos, and then AJ can be in the title picture somewhere on SmackDown?
0: AJ not coming back to SmackDown. Not, not while Paul Heyman's there.
1: Oh, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, right. AJ made that clear. He said, I'm not going to SmackDown as long as Paul... I'm not going any show as long as Paul Heyman's there. Now, if AJ goes to SmackDown, that means the bloodline's coming to Raw.
1: Okay, well, AJ's staying on Raw. <laughs> uh, I can see Street Profits moving to... Oh, wait, no. We're talking about SmackDown. What tag teams are they on Raw? But,
0: no, SmackDown got the better tag team. The only ones I can see, like if you want to give a fresh start, I would say the Viking Raiders. Okay, you get the Put Viking, Viking Raiders, Raiders over on SmackDown. Switch
1: Viking Raiders with the uh, Alpha Academy, I guess.
0: Sure. I, you know what? Alpha Academy can go, can can go to Raw. <laughs> there,
1: that, there is there is saying that um, NXT people might be involved in the call ups too.
0: You know what? Like, I see Dakota Kyle on Raw. I see LA Knight on Raw. Who, who else will get called up right now? Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly is going to drown on the main roster.
1: If he's not called Kyle, then, then he'll be good. But if he's called Kyle, then he's going to get future endeavor. I
0: mean, they'll probably put Kyle O'Reilly on SmackDown. But however, most likely, Kyle O'Reilly is in NXT.
1: Okay. You think Owens moves to Raw?
0: Yes. Okay. Owens moves every draft. Like the Miz. They move every draft.
1: So Owens moves. Uh, Morrison should move to SmackDown. Since he just got a new start, it'll be good to see him just do him.
0: Well, they didn't even finish the Morrison and Miz rivalry I'm just
1: like, yeah, because the Miz said, "I'm about to go do Dancing with the Stars." Goodbye,
0: yeah, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye to that rivalry You just you you sit there in out till I get back.
1: So yeah, I got I got uh, Morrison moving to SmackDown, Hardy moving to SmackDown, Priest moving to SmackDown.
0: Um, I still got Smack McIntyre Raiders moving. I still got McIntyre. What about Lashley?
1: I think Lashley stays. I think Lashley McIntyre and, and Big E stays, so that that could be their like, that could be their title picture.
0: No, because remember, Drew can't had. Well, since Bobby's not the champion no more, Drew can find a champ, challenge for the championship. So, all right,
1: you, you say that okay.
0: Yeah. So, but then so, uh, but I think Bobby, you, you you can't go back to Big E. You you, you can probably get a fresh start. And if you want to get the Bobby and Brock match
1: put him on SmackDown. Yeah, Brock is not wrestling on SmackDown.
0: No, but he, he, can, he can wrestle the pay-per-view, but he, he's on SmackDown right now.
1: Yeah, but it's just... No, WWE, I don't want to see Brock and Lashley... I, I don't want to see Brock and Lashley at, like, uh, payback. Or vengeance. I want to see them. At First of all, I wish you, I wish you still had them no names. I wish you
0: had you. You know that's TLC and Extreme Rules. What you talking? Yeah. Payback.
1: I, I, <laughs> I want to see them at a big show, not just some regular pay per view. Just a habit.
0: No, I'm just saying. If you build, look, last just lost the championship. So, if you build him back up, and you, you uh you have. uh um, uh, Brock. You build Brock up, then you can do the match of WrestleMania because Brock's not beating Roman Roman for that championship. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would uh, Brock's gonna lose that crown jewel. Last year already lost. So build back up some credibility in Bobby Lash. She built uh, You know, Brock is Brock anyway, and then you can uh. Oh. Have them have a stare down at the Royal Rumble. Kind of like how Keith Lee and Broncos had the stare down. And Mm -hmm. everybody everybody gets that tease. But then you can have people jump them. And then they can, like, dominate the Royal Rumble. But they can never touch. Like, like old school style way. Like, like they never fucking touch. But then say if, I don't know, they both get eliminated. Or somebody gets eliminated uh, in the middle of the match. And it's like, okay, well, Brock got the got the big hand on, on Bobby or Bobby got the big hand on Brock, but Bobby still gets eliminated. And then that that will cause the rivalry it's for them to go to WrestleMania and have a Bobby versus, a Brock versus Bobby WrestleMania match. And you don't need the championship.
1: You know? Oh, you got to go on the SmackDown? Say what? I mean, who you got to go on the Raw?
0: Okay, so Raw... I like the Street Profits going to Raw. Switch, uh, switch, switch especially, they, they get get back into their Raider White. I think they keep Bianca and Sasha on SmackDown, but I think they move Becky to Raw along with Seth Rollins. Okay. And they bring Charlotte to SmackDown. I think they switch the champions oh. and have, because Charlotte waxed that whole Raw Women's division right now she waxed him so but sasha and bianca still got a rivalry going on and becky counts kind of is thrown into this in the first place she can just get thrown right out of it and th- th- that can even give her more heel heat because she's running from bianca or they can say but you know i, I would say like you put becky on raw you bring uh charlotte over to smackdown so now they, they go ahead and sw- switch their belts you take Apollo Cruz and you put him over on Raw, and give Apollo Cruz another fresh start because I like the character change, but they haven't done anything with him, so you can give him another fresh start over on Raw. they will probably knock him more. Cesaro needs to go to Raw. Cesaro could go to Raw because he's 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 been losing and he's been doing nothing on SmackDown. Happy Corbin can get off my SmackDown screen and go to Raw. Because Vince knows he likes Corbin. He loves Corbin. He can take all that shit up there to, to, to Monday Night Raw. Get Corbin off my off my Fox screen and, and, and do it that way. And uh, who else do we got? I say Finn goes to Raw. Finn back and go to Raw.
1: Owens goes to Raw.
0: Owens goes to Raw. Liv Morgan can go to Raw. Carmella can go to Raw. Piper comes. No, don't night.
1: send them on the same show. We just seen them fall for like eight months.
0: Fine. fine. Uh Shayna Baszler can stay on Raw. Because if you bring Becky back, you gotta you can have that rematch. Uh but you gotta split Dewdrop and Eva Marie up.
1: Can we send them to like Future Endeavor?
0: We I, I, Eva Marie, absolutely. Eva fucking Marie, absolutely. But we ain't gonna do it to Piper Niven like that.
1: Well, she's not Piper Niven. She's Dewdrop, so we can send Dewdrop to feature endeavor. Piper Niven is welcome back anytime, but Dewdrop is is not at all
0: fair. If they drop the name and then do that, you know what? Keith, you know Keith Lee, Keith I to see a raw because you you, you got to build him back up to main event status, and so he can he can be a top she can be a top challenger for the uh, title also. Yeah.
1: Okay. You can't see Keith Lee be on SmackDown as the Bearcat?
0: No. 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 no, Stop. I. I. No, I can't. Not. Not. Not at all. Naomi will stay on SmackDown, one because her husband's there, and two so she can beat the shit out of Sonya Deville and drop and drop the glow shit. I think that Moon goes to Raw. I think she comes. She comes back from NXT, and she goes back to the main. She goes back to the main roster. Okay. And, uh. Oh, God. I don't. You know what? It's possible that come NXT on Tuesday, Frankie Monet can win the NXT Championship and Raquel Gonzalez will so make her way up to SmackDown.
1: Uh, I don't want to see Raquel on the main roster yet, but sure, I guess.
0: Because I'm just say, I, I don't see Frankie Monet really losing that match, to be honest with you.
1: And yeah, like, but Vince, Vince does all this talk about he, how he wants the younger people to win. Frankie Monet is like 40, <laughs> and Ra- Raquel is only 30.
0: Yeah, but who... I mean, you're right. <laughs> I, but she don't look 40, though. Frankie Monet yeah, don't. she looks 30. She looks
1: 35. You know, like this, so, she, so. She looks younger than than than, than what she just is. Just like so. Morrison.
0: Morrison don't look forty either. But he, hey, he don't,
1: yeah. Bobby don't look 40, 44 or forty five. Yeah. So yeah, but he's always talking about how we want these young people for NXT. But yet the younger person has the belt. So I think that he should keep it until whoever he introduces this week on Raw wants to win the uh, or NXT wants to win the belt. Oh. You know what? Just have a just have a full. Uh just have everything, all right? Put Gargano on another brand, put everybody else that we know and love on a separate brand. And just, just bring NXT, make it new so I don't have to watch it. That's what <laughs> they should
0: <can> do. <laughs> well, you know Gargano Chompa, they ain't leaving. And
1: if they not leaving they getting fired, so one or the other is happy with Cameron
0: me. Grimes may come up though. Good old Cameron Grimes. Mm. T- to the moon on Monday Night Raw.
1: And Pete Dunn.
0: Pete staying down there. Pete Dunn signed a new WWE deal. Pete Dunn is going to stand there and win that championship. Because I don't think Chompa was in the plan to win the championship. Then, then they dropped the Samojo. Maybe this gave Joe another chance to bring him to the main roster. What you think?
1: No, I think he gave him another chance to fire him again.
0: Whenever you saw the, he about this say, hey, you're back. Guess what? You're gone.
1: <laughs> That's what you tell Larry Bischoff every time Larry Bischoff comes back.
0: Working with some petty people. And if he does that... I'm like Joe. Just, just just hurry up and hop on the AEW train. Get whatever match you can get out in the AEW and call it a day. But it's too ironic that he dropped that title right before the, the premiere event of uh, the new 2.0 of NXT. We can
1: yeah, because it's show. like,
0: oh, huh? or, or he just hot shot Braun bigger to the main roster. What that that'd be funny. No, I
1: think he hot shot Braun to. Um, to the NXT title, like I'm, like I'm just. Why would you not put Braun in the match and have him win it if you want all these young people to win it? And you put it on Chopper.
0: Where's Sami Zayn? at?
1: Sami Zayn is on SmackDown.
0: I can see him on the Raw.
1: With Kevin Owens again.
0: They've not fought each other for this long. <laughs> Anytime you try to break them up. They it, it just find a way back to each other, just like Fee. I think you break the Mysterios up.
1: Nah, they got to have a match.
0: That's right. Oh, that's right. But I do, okay, I see Seth Rollins. See, Seth Rollins could probably go to, you know what, him and Edge should go to Raw. Take that rivalry over to Raw that's because it. Raw needs somebody. And SmackDown got obviously all the heavy hitters, but I think Raw needs somebody.
1: Okay, I can see Rollins and Edge going over.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh wait, no. Did they already announce Edge for SmackDown? What? This Friday?
0: I think. Like, I think so. Well, I'm just saying. Well, he wouldn't know he' going to Raw until Monday. So all the SmackDown stars are still want to be there until they get drafted, and they say, okay, well, then on Raw he come out. He he could come out on Raw with Seth Rollins, and he just finish this shit over on Raw. That's what I would do. Well, I I I, I don't know how it's gonna go, but yeah, we definitely gotta keep our eyes up on the draft. Uh I really I because really, I know they're gonna do something that's gonna piss us off, but I really Roman and the and the bloodline will stay on SmackDown and the New Day will stay on Raw. Now, if the Bloodline comes to Raw, then the new day go to SmackDown.
1: Now I've been hearing a lot. I've been hearing that uh, Hit Row might be on Raw.
0: Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it.
1: I've seen at least six articles saying Hit Row will most likely be moved to row. I've seen six articles.
0: Don't touch my Hit Row. Don't touch my Hit Row. At all, don't you do it? Because I'm telling, mm-mm. no, ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be nice for anybody. Because why would they do that? Because Swerve is a champion right now. They did not have the, exactly. they, 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 they did not blow it off with Legato Do Fantasma yet.
1: Well, Hey.
0: <laughs> Whatever the case may be. Oh, uh, guys, has
1: been discussed to move over to Raw or SmackDown during the draft. Then I re- no, look. WWE playing for NXT talent to be a significant part of the draft.
0: Well, it, it, it'll it'll spice up the shows a little bit. I'll tell you that much. But guys, you guys just stay tuned because uh, we're going to be we're, we're going to be reviewing first episode of draft on Friday, so you'll probably see it on Saturday morning. And uh, yeah, so that, right now we're going to finish out the show with the Wednesday night. Uh, excuse me the midweek wrestling war between nxt and aew now obviously there is no comparison the grand slam had the better week this week obviously opposed to nxt but uh we always put this stuff right there on the podcast and after you can check out our rampage review of that as well so everybody go do that before you close out the show so get, get ready for the midweek wrestling war So, yes, we got a new look, new outlook for you guys of how we are doing uh, the midweek wrestling war is no longer the Wednesday Night War here. And uh, obviously, but how we feel about what show did better that week is what the thumbnail is going to describe. No more split thumbnails or anything like that. So, right now, obviously, Grand Slam was... uh, We're we're in the Grand Slam week for AEW. And, boy, did they hit it off in Arthur Ashe Stadium last night. And, of course, we got to do a quick NXT 2.0 recap. Because we thought that maybe after the first week of just trying to introduce all these people at the same time that we're probably done. No, we're not done. (laughs) Because we got to show some more. We got to show some more people and, and get them all established. So... Uh, Fight for my life. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, Paul, uh, j- j- just give me your opinion of both the shows. Well, I, obviously, uh, you know, I know how you feel about Grand Slam, but did did you see NAC Two Point this past Tuesday? From
1: what I've seen of it, it was just a lot to keep up with as far as the new people getting introduced. Yeah, and so that's all I'm saying to read booking it.
0: Look, I, I've seen people online talk about some. AEW got to be careful with all these signs. I'm like, yo, dude, you got to be careful also with just f- flooding all these people that nobody care about.
1: But the the thing with AEW is they the the way that they're doing it now, I don't know how they're doing it. They somehow are doing it enough to make everybody feel important when they come up and when they fight and all that kind of stuff. I'll be just doing that, you say here.
0: Don't Take it. don't say it to Brian Cage. As you, you know, Brian Cage is a little upset that uh he ain't, you know, being featured. So, look. Recap uh, real quick. Uh, Chopper comes out, talks about, you know, he's a champion. He's now...
1: Talk uh,
0: about how he about to lose his title in a few days. Yeah, talk talk about some how, how how he is, you know, and she's not the a show. And for some reason they had all these new people in Odyssey Jones out there. Then we started doing the whole WWE. Everybody comes down to the arena state there claim like Cameron Grimes and then LA Knight and then uh uh I forgot who else uh came out. Oh, Pete Dunne and and then um
1: Rich Holland
0: and then Peter, <laughs> anybody that
1: you name that came out is, is probably going to be a future
0: endeavor <laughs> uh, so Pete Dunn says that people uh, people out here are scared to throw the first punch child lose the first punch and it's a whole brawl and for some reason they cl- go back to the back and there's B-Fab and uh Electra Lopez and then Kaylee Ray and this other new black girl that's just 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 fighting and then they come back and then Rick Steiner oh, excuse me to all my freaks, who he looked like Rick Steiner but sound like Scott Steiner.
1: Yeah, I heard a video of him talking. I'm like, if he don't say holler, if you hear me as a sketch phrase, They missing out
0: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yo, he sound like Uncle, but he looked like Daddy, and he told about you know
1: what? They, they might as well should just pull the trigger, have him come out to police music, Sweet. and just, just might as well.
0: I'm told my freaks, you know, what I'm well. Well, it's all his freaks. We're going to do a tag team match between Chopper and Breaker, taking on Ridge and Pete Dunne. Uh, cruiserweight championship. Kashida taking on Roderick Strong. A Diamond Mind. Roderick Strong is the new cruiserweight champion, which probably won't last long because um some newcomer came out to uh stare him down. So I was like, okay, well, there you uh, I, I, I it was it? Grayson Waller there whoever that is, came down to uh, uh, stare him down. Uh, then we get that
1: Every, Basically, everybody that's in the stare with the champions aren't going to win the, the, win the, the
0: championship. Win. Uh, we, we got the, uh, the other video by you know, your boy, Tony D'Angelo, who now, you know, he said that his parents told him about two things, business and family. When, uh, another thing he, he, he takes support is WWE. So I was just like, whoo, this gimmick is dated, but shh, whatever. Uh... It did so. We uh have Kaylee Ray taking on a newcomer. Uh, uh what was it Amari Miller? Uh,
1: she's like Black know, Bailey. Um, Amari Miller. She's not a newcomer. She's been on. She's been on two five live for whatever. Dark. I've been following her. So I, I know her name. She's been on two live doing know, what? Sure. She, they have the wrestling
0: on live now. Even the women? Yeah, they have women wrestling on there, yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> well, she she just looks like Black Belly to me. I'm just like, okay, here we go. Well, <clears throat> Kaylee Reyes the glory bomb f- uh, for the win. Uh, we get uh, Trey Baxter taking on Dante Chin. And that they build up Chin as the first Singapore-born superstar, and uh he wins the matchup. So there you go. God, we are still going on with this Andre Chase shit, and I hate it.
1: I was just about to say, did you forget Andre <laughs> Chase? Oh my!
0: So now instead of doing the thatch can thatch can school of wrestling, they turn that into. The Andre Chase Chase University,
1: and he comes. It, in. they that shirt though, it's just Chase U. That's that's a. <laughs> I don't know what kind of they doing there. Okay. So he get he talks about how
0: Osi Jones kind of screwed up his his loss against Carmelo Hayes in the breakout tournament. But somebody said, "Well, didn't you lose to him in the first round?" And then he gets all mad talking about some. Uh, you know, it talks about the class. It ta- I forgot I forgot what he asked him, but I, I really didn't fucking care. Then did then, then we go from Chase University to SJW Kevin Owens in Joe Gracie. Tell me I'm lying. Uh, I lie. uh Joe Gracie's in the ring and he is uh Sitting in the ring, and talk, the ring is the safe space, and he actually pu- is put place full of microaggressions, and, and we need to settle our differences. And uh, he doesn't need to use. Look, this was the lie prior. He doesn't need to use his white male privilege to get what he wants. <laughs> and I, 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 I said, "We injured i to show him." You know, when I say my hand slapped my head, I'm like, "Now look." Did I watch a lot of Joe Gracie in CCW? No, but peep this. This is completely opposite of what I thought they was going with Joe Gracie's going to do. This you
1: want him to show like he just came from the meat,
0: bro. This is like Jackson Riker being like a gimmick of a civil rights leader.
1: Let well, we know that. Can't <laughs> <laughs> quit or do that.
0: Uh, you damn sure would. Uh, he understands that life isn't fair. He believes that he can achieve unity and tolerance for all. And, uh, and so, as he does the safe space. So, we had Cameron Grimes taking on Joe Gacy. This is really like he reminds me of Kevin Owens. And, and, and it, it, this is a Vince McMahon thing. I don't know why Vince McMahon has these guys wrestle in dress clothes. Because he, he did it with Jack Gallagher. Also, I like these. He's a full. Dress attire,
1: her, it wasn't Gallagher's fault to do it.
0: <laughs> no, Vince put, put him in that. It
1: was, but I thought that was just his, his, his heel, and then after no, heel, no. he just started wearing it. Because when
0: they started bringing the 205 guys to Raw in the cruise to Raw, they Vince saw Jack Gallagher and the whole umbrella. He's like, Oh, that little pit, 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 you know, uh, Paris looking thing. So he said. The heel leave. He got. He had a full vest and suit on wrestling, and I'm like, that's not who, why is that got to have that shit on. And then when he went when he, when he went back to NXT and two or five Triple H said take all that shit off, and he did. That's a that's a vest thing, and I'm like, why does Joe Gacy gotta just tape his tape his hands and wrestle in the in, in a button up and some slacks like that? To me, I hate that. But Cameron Grimes went. When you look
1: at that. Yeah, Barry has
0: been doing it for years. So. Exactly. The, the Applebee's manager. He he just loves that look for some reason. Uh, Cameron Grimes wins. Uh Indy Harvard, Dutch are on their honeymoon. And then so uh they'll probably be back next week. Vaughn Wagner. This this name is terrible. The one that was in the, the, the championship match, uh he, he's training. So so now we get uh the debut of Electra Lopez now. Uh beating uh and sheer she beats her they, uh with a sit-out power body she she dropped her on uh the girl fantastic a promo b-fair come out there and then then they start rumbling that you know i was like okay that was cool i liked it uh as they try to uh break them up uh trey baxter is backstage and then who is carl jade do you know who that is Who? Carol Jade? C O R A a J. Cora. Cora Jade.
1: Yeah,
0: what about... Okay, so she just kisses Trey Baxter in the back and walks out.
1: Oh, she's... um, Is she not the one that's with Mandy Rose?
0: Oh, you mean... Oh, oh... That's right. They did come out. Had a new group called what was it, uh, toxic addiction, toxic something, so, something like that. I was like, ugh, okay, the debut of it, toxic acidity or so, whatever the fuck it is, is toxic. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I, I, don't, I don't I don't really remember what it was. Uh, oh, toxic a- attraction. This is supposed to be their version of the beautiful people. Uh, Not doing a good job. Not well, Mandy is beautiful. I ain't gonna say that. Uh, well, Kel Gazzas cuts off Frankie Monet, they have a, a, a match next week, but then uh, we get Lash Legend who interrupts them and says, uh, they're gonna bring um, her on their show, her debut show. Uh, next week, and I'm just like, okay, she has charisma, but I, I, I you know, they just showing off so many people. Ashley Jones,
1: uh, I wasn't feeling that to begin with, but you know, whatever. You said what I wasn't feeling it to begin with, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, it's hard to feel something when, when, when you, you know, they, it, they just throw it in your face type of thing. Odyssey Jones uh, beats the handicap matchup. the handicap match. He wins the matchup. Yo, I
1: seen this man hit a frog smash from the top on both of them. I was like, bro, they dead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he got him. That be huge, bro. The dude on the top like flopped on the dude on the bottom. <laughs> like, bro, they both look dead. dead. <laughs> dead. Uh, your
0: boy Andre Chase comes out with with with, with a chair. Did you
1: just say? Keep Don't going. do it. Keep going. Don't do it. <laughs> he runs down with uh, ch- Andre Chase. <laughs> uh,
0: John, uh, Jones puts his hand, breaks the chair. Uh, Grayson, uh, Grayson Wallace backstage with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams and talk about all the, all, all the chips he can go after, whatever. Uh, Toxic Attraction is in the ring. To, to talk, talks about who they are. He, he cut a promo. Don't care. Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland take on Chopper and Braun Baker. And uh, this is a regular tag match. Braun Baker and Chopper win. Uh, Braun takes the NXT Championship from the referee and looks at it. And Chopper holds his hands out, but Braun does give it to him. Chopper try to take Braun, holds him for a second, and letting go. So that obviously that's where it's going. It's going. It's going to the sniper. They
1: if they wanted to do all this. They should have just had Braun beat LA Knight and then take his place and win the belt.
0: Exactly. Why why go through all this shit? I don't get it. I don't get it all. But now it's time for, you know, what y'all came here to this is what y'all came to see. AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. It is Wednesday. We're in New York and you do know what that means. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You was excited. excited. I I,
1: I like the way that this stadium looks. It looked, I, looked nice. I, it looked nice. I like how they didn't have the screens. Well, they had the screen. But I didn't like how they had the um the thing in the middle. I like how that was how that was different.
0: So I mean, well, they had the screen in the ramp. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was sold out. Twenty thousand people in Arthur Ashe Stadium, and this was AEW's biggest audience to date. Mm-hmm.
1: So. And we start off. With, well, they, well, first of all, before you get into that, they just had their biggest audience to date at uh, the United Center, and then they went from that to this. So I think they they, they 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 getting up there.
0: They 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 really are getting up there, and um, it's like I, I I I do hope that they don't get lost in the in the moment of right now. I I want them to still do long term booking. I still want them to put their guys first because you got to make AEW stars opposed to just making a WWE, WWE star, You know, uh, XWE guys, to, you know, the, the star type of thing. And the only one that should be still winning that's not a WWE guy or that used to k 4 is CM Punk. But I'll get all to that later because we start off with the dream match. We start off with uh, the AEW uh, World Champion Kenny Omega with Don Cosmo. You know, you know, his pretty in pink taking on the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Now, at first, I was like, I thought this would be the main event, because it had the main event feel. They had to the stare down. The crowd was into it. So, is it true that the crowd can't say the yes chance anymore? No. Okay. I'm about to
1: say... It's,
0: it's, it's, no, Daniel Bryan... No. Daniel Bryan just says he doesn't want them to say the to
1: say the other chance that he didn't really the it. That's all. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> no, but it's not. it's not like it's not like he didn't say it like it's not like uh system to system okay so
0: they it had that big match field, everybody's cheering they do the stand down from each corner of the ring at first i thought they was going to close with it because it's a main event field but it is not for the championship to have guts to open up with this see what
1: I so said you can have guts
0: to open up with this. Exactly. I was because I, I, I was coming back I got I got off work at eight o'clock. So I'm coming back in. I'm just like, alright, I'm gonna miss a little bit of MJF and uh Brian Pillmer Jr. Nope. They I, I come in on this man. I'm like, what the fuck? Aiden? They do this to me every time. So
1: But you know, the the first and the last match are gonna be like their biggest matches.
0: But I I did not think that, you know, even the first one. I thought they could have probably did Ruby Soho. I thought they probably did the first match. I am about to say say Cody or Malachi Black. I was like, I thought those were going to be like the first matches. And then the main event be Omega and Bryan. But no, they kicked off with this, joint, And this match was truly a damn great dream match between Kenny Omega. I
1: like it. And they also didn't go into second gear. I don't think it was even close to second
0: gear. I think it was. I, I really think. They they got in the second gear. But they didn't fully reach that to that third gear yet. They, no, They did not get all the gears in. Because I think there was one still trying to. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Because when Kenny Omega power up. Like literally launched Brian. Into that, 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 that buckle bomb, He took over the ropes. I think that's what, when second mm-hmm. gear started. But okay. then, because because remember that whole exchange that they had with the with with the ripcord knee and the V trigger and the stuff like that, shit was awesome. But um, before we get into that, you know, they, they they were fighting out on the ramp, and I I like how they, uh, Kenny Omega first of all Dale Brian Daniels is hitting like you know the kicks on him. And he goes for the kick. Kenny Omega ducks the kick and hits the Snapdragon on on the him on the ramp. He slides down mm-hmm. and then Kenny yep. Omega runs all the way from the back to the ramp, runs all the way down, and he launched himself. I, I mean, it, it had to be over six feet and launched yeah, he, himself
1: he over, the, over the top.
0: Oh, yeah, into, to 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 a V trigger right on Brian Downs' head. That was one of the yeah, he, most... Yeah. It, it, it's like, you, you know when you watch the Olympics, you see, you see one of them long jump guys?
1: hmm
0: That's what it looked like. And he just flew and hit it. like Y'all need to go back and check that out.
1: Now, uh, I thought, because Brian Dance is a nerd like that, I thought he was going to... When he seen the ramp, I thought he was going to do the judicial uh, Thunder Liger spot. Oh. So when you run from the top of the ramp. I mean, the ground spot. When you run from the top of the ramp. And you just
0: do a cold? I thought he was gonna do that. So, so yeah. you, you know, I I think you would do that on a pay per view,
1: not not on the. Well, I'm talking if it's connected to the ring, but that's kind of how that's yeah. Why, when you do it, that's what the spot is for. When you do it, that's what you you know, because it was connected. But yeah. yeah, gotcha. I I, I feel
0: you. That when they go back into the ring, they, they go back over the wrestling shit, then he hits that buckle bomb and throws him outside. I was like, yo, please don't hurt damn brian nelson when he's you know just now uh coming back so but then they had that exchange you think he care <laughs> he, he, he don't. i'm talking he
1: about brian nelson you think you think brian Davidson care about a vocal ball
0: no he don't he, not at all
1: i'm gonna i'm a ew i don't care about my body no more <laughs>
0: uh Omega used a heel kick on the back of brian's spine the, you know to work on the spine we go up, and he goes... Uh, he's about to go for an Avalanche avalanche uh, dragon suplex. But but Danielson gets out. He escapes. And um uses an avalanche back suplex on Omega. And th- they both hit the man hard. So, uh, th- th- they go back. You know, th- th- the fans are changing. This is awesome, obviously. And they are really hot for this matchup. Uh, Kenny Omega tries to... Uh, go for the retrigger, trigger then lifts him up for, for the one-wing angel, but he gets out, and then, I like the way, uh, Darius got out, he just moved his hand, and then, it went for that dragon rod. I was like, that's sick, and then he went for the, the running knee at the corner, but Omega, catches it, and puts him in like, a power ball, then goes for the Phoenix Splash, but Darius was out the way, and then he rises up, and then, uh, uh he he tries to go for the uh, the the LaBelle lot, but the LaBelle lot, he switched out. He triggered, and then they get kicked in the head. It, it was great, all that stuff was great. Then he does at one point goes to the top and hit that. He hit, hit a Snapdragon from the top. I was like, that looked great. He flipped all he, he over. He, he, he flipped over, so he didn't fall on his head. Thank God. But uh, that looked great. But then as uh, Brian dancer tried to go for the LaBelle lot, it's expired. Time has expired. So we come to a time limit draw, old WCW style. they gave, gave us 30 minutes, a 30-minute match with a time limit draw. So he's he still trying to put the label lock on him, but then uh, the Elite comes out, and then they uh, give him a super kick in the corner. Christian Cage and Jurassic Express come out to even up the because they got to get ready for their stuff on Rampage. So your thoughts on that opening matchup?
1: I really, really enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad it opened up and I'm glad that you know, because when match usually slow and all that, uh people know, like, oh this match ain't good because we're starting off slow. I'm like, you gotta some people just don't get the gears automatically. Like Daniel Bryan likes to go slow for and um I probably haven't said a JR comment in a while. JR kinda got on my nerves at the beginning of this match, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what would he say for if- because, because you know, usually when people do moves, he just said, oh, okay, with the spine bust, with it. They did a lot. He was like, oh, here they go with a lockup. That's my type of wrestling right there. I'm like, hey, you ain't need to say all that. <laughs> <laughs> you just ain't need to say all that. You know, they made old school, man. That's my type of wrestling right there. And you see the fans appreciate it because it's pop, because they locked up. And you see the fans appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. Well, so um, after that, after that, CM Punk comes to the ring to talk about his match on Rampage or later that night. Uh, he said, how, how, "How do you follow that match? It's been a long time since I've been in New York. It's been even a long time since a professional wrestler, professional wrestling has been in New York City." I hear people. You know,
1: tell depends on on what you want to call professional wrestling because uh, Ring really, I Honor, New Japan, they had a show in Madison Square Garden. Fair enough. You right. Like you no, know, twenty eighteen or something.
0: Uh huh. People tell me I need to be mad. I need to be pissed off. I need to. I need to be the old CM Punk. Be careful what you wish for. Hobbs and Team Taz. Uh, you know, and, and they don't even like. Uh, he said Hobbs, t- t- Taz. Half of Team Taz is from here, and they don't even like you. <laughs> Last week, with Dynamite. He they tricked me. Hobbs jumped me, but you should have finished the job. You should have broken my neck. You Should have made sure the table broke, but now it didn't. So, uh, he said. They don't want to hear the personality or see happy C. M. Punk enjoying the fans, and they, and then I get pissed off. It's been so long since I felt this, and I, I need to get get this. I get pissed off because nobody's going to take this away from me. This is mine once again. So yes, Hobbs and Rampage. Hobbs goes to sleep. Nice fire to pro by C. M. Punk. So can't wait to see. I, I think him. I think he's gonna take Hobbs to a good match. I want to see him on Friday. MJF taking on Brian Pillman Jr. with Julia Hart, and uh, so this matchup, I, I uh, it was kind of like in and out of the Brian Pillman matchup, it, it was still pretty good, you know. They, they had their, so it wasn't really that that long of a match. Pillman goes for the cross body press on MJF, and MJF blasts him with a thrust kick. Pillman hits a power slam on MJF, and then uh, kicked out. MJF rolled outside and used Julia Hart as a human shield. He grabbed his wrist, and while he was distracted, Pillman connected with a drop kick to MJF's jaw. Pillman tries to drop kick on the back of the ring, MJF, but MJF countered with the of the Earth Armbar, and Pillman taps out. So, how'd you feel?
1: And I wish they would have Pillman win there, just all because they do the. um, They always do the. You had a good fight, and you were so close. They do that kind of very often with AEW that I wish they actually let the person win from time to time.
0: Even though I did tell you that was going to happen, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, but I think out of all the people that do that, I think MJF can afford a loss and still be uh-huh. good, you know.
0: Well,
1: Because like, some people they do it can, can't really afford a loss. Like, you know, so.
0: I, I get it. Alex Marvel is backstage with Jericho Hager. Hager. Uh, to, uh, mid of the year, you're gonna get spanked on Rampage. Now we go into the American Nightmare Cody Rose with Brandy Rose and Arn Anderson taking on Malachi Black. So, you already know what kind of interest we're getting now. <laughs> do you care to do it? <laughs> <laughs> It's Cody! He's
1: back in his whole oh, Cody is starting to get on my nerves.
0: <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, I thought it was gonna be the main event, and it wasn't. So uh it, it, it's just like
1: because a lot of uh, Cody Cody is saying I can never be a hill in AEW. And I'm like he's almost like the biggest hill in the company. I mean <laughs> can't be a heel. And, the, and then people aren't depending on. Oh, Cody's put so many people over. Cody's just a good guy, Mike. Cody can be a good person all he wants. He doesn't come across on TV as his character kind of being a nice person. Like his character on TV is basically a heel. It's, his, it's like Triple H... In the Reign of Terror era. That's how he acts. Like he's, just he, a, he, he, he's not that bad yet.
0: He's not that bad. Not the, yet. No, wait you know, because Triple H won H- during the Reign of Terror. Cody ain't been winning.
1: Wait until he gets the belt. Mm. Oh. Oh, he hasn't been winning?
0: He didn't win last time against Malachi Black.
1: He, other, the, other than his match against Malachi Black. Other than his match against Malachi Black, can you tell me the last time Cody lost a match?
0: What was the one before Anthony and Go.
1: He didn't lose.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he. Uh, I, no, I gotta, I the last
1: time he lost, the last time he lost was against Brody Lee. Yeah, damn. Whatever. Well, last
0: year. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, uh, Cody connected with a boot to to, to Black. Just turned off the top rope towards Black on the ramp. But uh, Blackhead with a, hit with a strike goes up into the ring, almost hits him with the roundhouse kick. But uh...
1: mind you, they are booing this man the whole time. Every time he do something,
0: uh, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Because they, they in the Malachi. I'm like, Yo, they they are booing. They are booing Cody.
1: Um, <laughs> even when even when Brandy got in the ring, because <laughs> she thought people was gonna cheer that. Boo! Get out the ring. <laughs> Oh, i like, I feel bad for Randy. I'm like, come on! Now. Yeah, I'm about to say, come on, Brady Brad,
0: Brad got nothing to do with this. Brady got nothing to do with this.
1: I can't like,
0: Uh, Cody comes comes back, starts doing some chops and blocks, and it's is a, a, a second chop and block, and then a dragon screw on black. He's looking for uh revenge on the family. So uh, Mike, uh catches Cody uh with uh back in with an elbow, and then. Cody tries to go for the crossroads, but um, Black gets out and he pushes Cody over. And then uh, I don't know if he knocked Arn Anderson down or if Malachi Black hit Arn Anderson or Cody tried to hit Malachi Black. and Ar- Something happened to Arn Anderson. I missed it when he fought the ring. So Cody go Now, see, this, this right here is dumb babyface shit. And even Arn Anderson said it. Where Co- Cody goes. And he hits a Cody, a Cody cutter, and then a Crossroads uh, on Malachi Black for a near fall. Uh, that, that's right. they Cody, Cody collab with Arn Anderson, and then instead of capitalizing on Black, he goes out to check on Arn Anderson. Like he's out there, your coach, your coach. You, are you serious? They don't need no fucking coach. He Cody does not need a coach, and Arn is like, he pushed him, get back in the ring, do your job. Don't worry about me. <laughs> And I was just I mean, like,
1: I've been saying, I don't know why he need Arn Anderson in the first place. And he
0: don't. And on top, so I was like, okay, th- now now you're making sense. But then, Brandy Rose made sure that Arn had, had his Denny's menu. I was like, what is this? This this plastic piece? <laughs> I like, are you really giving him coach plays? Stop it! I hate that. Uh, Malachi Black's like high to the halfway to the ring. Cody gets in there, he gets black mist in the face, and then gets rolled up for the victory so malachi black wins twice so
1: yeah he he gotta roll him up he can't just get a clean good no i'm kidding i'm kidding he 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 gotta roll up he gotta win
0: so so beat him does cody get his win back in full gear
1: if it's out of pay-per-view yep
0: (laughs) cody i'm about to say that he beat him twice i think cody gonna eventually get, get his win back
1: the, the next match pay view. If it's out of pay-per-view, then then Cody's winning. Because that's yeah. just how he likes to do it, I guess.
0: The next match, which I'm not gonna lie, surprised the hell out of me. FTR taking on Sting and
1: Darby Allen. I don't know why you're surprised at Sting matches. Like I'm not saying he about to be out here doing putting on classics, but the way Sting I'm pretty sure Sting knows like how to what well, how to do what he does in this and how AEW runs it, so he can hide easily. I feel like
0: I feel as though, like, I'm actually kind of mad because I'm like, I'm mad Stinker move this good at 66 years old and Undertaker moves terrible at 50, 59 years old.
1: Well, first of all, Taker's like 50,
0: not 59, he's like 54. Okay, so. Sting is almost almost ten years, or if old, or over ten years older than Undertaker. Sting moves better because he did have that rest. But they could have did the Undertaker versus Sting match, and Undertaker would probably would have been the problem, not Sting. That's crazy. Oh well, yeah,
1: it's like because when when you, when I see Sting, I don't I don't see Sting, and I'd be like, oh, this is painful to watch. Like that that Undertaker Roman match, I was like, oh, this is painful to, to watch. At like I'm I feel horrible watching this
0: because yeah, Sting looked good in this matchup, but Sting was getting hot tags. Like Sting was getting hot tags here, mm-hmm. and he was sitting there taking on both FTR and he was doing spine busts and stuff like that. And he was running You're the ropes. Bumps. Yep. And I was like, Sting, get like the what 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 the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting tries to go uh, first of all. Dash Wheel, I think, try to go for the Tombstone. Sting trying to reverse it, but he, instead of doing the other Tombstone, pick him up. Like I think he did. He, he just goes right back to the Scorpion Death Drop. But then he he tells Darby to go up to go for the Coffin Drop c- combo. But then uh, Hardwood. Yeah, honestly,
1: I want to see them do that.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, he, he he takes him off the top rope. Sting uh, knocks him down, and then puts uh, Wheeler into the the Scorpion Death Lock. And then so. Uh, Hardwood goes to try to grab his partner, but then Darby Allen from the top rope does that coffin drop down to the apron, takes out his back, and then now they tap out. Sting and Darby Allen win this matchup, and I I, I was like okay because we've seen Stinger splashes, and I mean Darby got time in the matchup also, you know, to make Darby look strong also, but Sting looked mm-hmm. really good in this match. Yep, he
1: look,
0: he looked really good in this match.
1: Uh, now usually I would usually in, in, in Sting matches I would complain that Darby's not getting the pin. But for this specific match it was a Sting related match, so I think Sting should have gotten the pin. So I think it the way it called.
0: Yeah. I agree. AEW Women's Championship match as we speak speed along. Uh Dr. Brent Baker, DMD, taking on Ruby Soho. So uh Ruby Riot uh, the- Soho. <laughs> so we've seen um, we right pro- eventually. We seen the good promo that, that that these ladies had last week. It was dope, and uh, they, they took some personal shots at each other. So this matchup, it was alright. I think the crowd was kind of drained because you you can't follow. Like I'm glad the championship match was the main event, and Ruby got a chance to be in the main event. But uh, it it's it wasn't the, it wasn't the best match on the card. Obviously, it wasn't no Baker and. Chris Statlander, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the days. I'm a fan of Ruby. You know, saying stuff. You know, of all those days, Ruby goes and hits the top rope senton which looks better than Becky Lynch's. Uh, uh off the top rope, You though Becky, only Becky hits one, but she just can't get off the top rope enough. And Britt Baker uh, kick, kicks out. By, by the way, there's Rebel and Jamie Hader on on, on the sides also. Uh, Britt Baker does hit like a twisting Nikki Cross ET onto the floor off the apron. Of Ruby ride. Excuse me. Ruby Soho. Oh, we right
1: eventually.
0: I'm gonna get right eventually. She she tries to go for uh a curb stop. First of all, I thought she was gonna hit a destroyer on the outside when she's right there on the steel steps and super kicked uh Ruby away. I thought she was gonna hit a destroyer on the outside, she did not. I was like that that could have probably you know, add to the matchup, but she didn't. Um They're on the top rope and then uh Britt Baker hits a, a airway crash from for the top rope. Uh Ruby lays around right her shoulder, but she does kick out. And then she uh she kicks her and it goes for the curb style, which Ruby can sell a curb style. And she kicks out again. So R- Rebel passes her, you know, her, her lockjaw glove. And uh but then Ruby hits her riot kick. I don't know if she to calls it that. Or the Soho kick. Uh to, to Brit Baker. She's down. Rebel gets one. Jamie Hayter kind of like gives her a guillotine on the top rope. Then Britt Baker just automatically kind of like gets up and just puts her in the lockjaw. Like kind of like almost no something yeah,
1: yeah, I think that was a, a botch. Not yeah. a, as much of a botch, but it was like she was literally like so woozy from that whatever uh, Jamie did, and yeah. she was kind of just like still woozy and then Britt just like instantly just got up and did a move. It,
0: it, it, to be honest with you, I don't think that's probably should have been the mood to end the matchup. Like, if you're losing and you get put on the, the lockjaw, I think she should have ended with the Panama Sunrise. Okay. Uh, d- d- d-
1: just
0: or, the, or like a roll-up or something? Yeah, uh, I, want, I, I want to get away from the roll-up, but if she hit the riot kick on her, then, you know, the, 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 have her roll outside the ring. And then you can have Rebel Track come and she get the riot kick and then, okay, then uh, Jimmy Hader kind of, you know, kind of distracts Ruby, but then she realizes that Britt Baker's on the outside, kind of goes outside to throw her in, then Jamie Hayer, uh gives her either the guillotine or distracts her, that gives Baker time to, you know, to sell getting better from that riot kick, and then go and do uh, either Panama Sunrise or whatever it is to finish the matchup, I think the, fi- the finish came off kind of weak, so... That's, that's all. But overall, it was still a great show, great Grand Slam. Then we got two-hour edition of Rampage on Friday. So, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, we, we don't have to argue about this. AEW won, f- won for the Midweek Wrestling yep. war, Hands down, correct?
1: Yep, that is correct.
0: All right. So, guys, uh, post your comments down below. How did you guys enjoy part one of the Grand Slam? We will be back here hopefully Saturday morning. With AEW's uh, Rampage Grand slam also with predictions for Extreme Rules, Raw SmackDown reviews, and all that stuff like that, and the podcast stuff like that. We i to get all that stuff out. So, hopefully, it's going to be a big wrestling Saturday. So, make sure you stay tuned for all that stuff. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. And, uh, you hear this part of the podcast. We are going to be moving on. All right, guys. So, uh, that's our show for this week. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys, uh, if you listen to a YouTube, like, like, subscribe, and share, listen to us on all the podcasts as from Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Premium. You guys should check out the snippets on YouTube Premium as well. Check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Check out uh, also Prime Conversations. Check us out at spaceaffiliate.com you can listen to No Gimmicks Needed, uh, Nerd Gasher Talk turntable so hip, hip hop culture and beyond and drug thoughts along with the spaces philly stuff on there the lulu and pop plus one lulu pop horror show both sides market dark show and doing business with mark randall great stuff up there make sure you guys check out all the content we are countdown till we get to 200 episodes of no gimmicks needed i'm very excited about that one as well as me and I continue to plan on how we're going to uh handle this and stuff like that and uh yeah, so we're we are going to be out and see you guys next week. So once again this is NCM Place to be chosen D and not Dion Sands the prime time. All right, John. all right, and Q flow, I know you 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 at the table waiting for Roman to tell you to jump. But can you ask Roman to take if you can take us out?